Water Cardinal football is on the air. Handoff goes right side of the line. A big hole on the right side of the line to the 10, to the 5, touchdown Coldwater. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. Case Realty Group. CNO Insurance. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. Ask Kwood PC. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. KB Mechanical. Matt Hale at Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Realty Group. Ottawa Gas Company, Surpro of Branch in Southern Calhoun Counties, Union Pallet and Container, BJ West, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. That's a big exclamation point on this right. one. And warm greetings from Coldwater High School. We're at Cardinal Field, and Coldwater Cardinal football is on the air for the last time. In the 2022 season, the Cardinals hosting the Western Panthers, making the about 45-minute road trip from Parma to hopefully assure themselves of a playoff spot for uh, themselves. Sean Watson here, along with Coach Mike Murphy. One more time here at Cardinal Field. Yes, exactly. Uh, and a beautiful night for football. We've had a lot of good Friday nights in the fall here for uh, high school football. Uh, Cardinals want to go out on a good note tonight. It's senior night. Parents are going to be announced here shortly. So uh, a very tough season, obviously, for the Cardinals. But uh, they have the chance to uh, finish strong here and one more time. We'll go ahead and take this two-minute break, be back with a game-time temperature check, and preview tonight's showdown between the Cardinals and Panthers, and also have a special musical performance uh, saluting the seniors on this year's Cardinal football team. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. As leaders in disaster cleanup and restoration, the pros at ServPro are prepared for anything. From fire damage to water damage. To whatever the heck that was. When your home or business has suffered damage, only the pros at Serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties have the tools and expertise to make it like it never even happened. So if you're in need of cleanup from fire, water, or any other unpleasant incident, give Serve Pro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties a call today at 517 278 5261. That's 517 278 5261. Serve Pro, cleaning, restoration, construction, independently owned and operated. Give Pro a branch in South Calhoun counties a call today at 517-278-5261. In times of uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call in someone who's invested in your success. I'm Diana Butler. And I'm Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisors. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call us at 517-279-0541. That's 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. 
Friday nights at the game can feel like a heat wave or winter's worst, so be prepared either way. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey with Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery. We carry logo t-shirts and shorts for the warm nights and insulated scarves, hats, and coats for the cold nights. We're a one-stop shop for school spirit wear, promotional items, and banners. Call Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery at 278-8101 or stop in at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to Larson Stadium at Cardinal Field. Sean Watson and Mike Murphy. Mike side, Justin Lopshire back in the WTVB studios producing and engineering tonight's broadcast. Game time temperature here at Cardinal Field. A far, far cry from what we've experienced most of this week. We're at 66 degrees right now. Partly cloudy skies, winds out of the southwest at 14 miles an hour, gusting to 26. It'll be 63 by the time we kick things off and 59 by the time we wrap things up in another couple, three hours. So what's the temperature like in your home? If you're not comfortable, call KB Mechanical in Quincy. Their service includes repairs on your existing unit as well as free estimates for new units. Call KB Mechanical for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning service. 639 8046. The Cardinal Marching Band coming out onto uh, the track side a little bit earlier than they normally do. Of course, they've got. 7th and 8th graders from Lake Middle School in tow, as is traditional for the final home game of the season. Also at the 50-yard line, a special musical performance by Coldwater High School senior Julia Kirk and brother Logan Kirk on guitar. Julia will be singing, and we're going to try and bring some of that performance uh, as part of our uh, pregame show. It looks like... uh, they're just about ready to uh, get going. Uh, Logan is tuning up his guitar. Uh, they will be performing the song Boys of Fall, which Murph seems really appropriate for uh, the final football game of the season. Absolutely. Uh, Logan was one of our uh, middle school tennis players. He's an eighth grader. He uh, does a great job on the guitar. He's been taking lessons for quite a while and performed downtown and around and does a great job. Nice crowd starting to file in. We've got, of course, senior night. We'll be uh, getting to that shortly as well. Uh, While we have a chance before the special musical performance from Julia and Logan Kirk, let's talk about our matchup on the field between Coldwater and Parma Western. The Cardinals dropping to 1-5 in the Interstate 8, 1-7 overall, good for 7th place in the league. Uh, They were shut out for the fourth time this season last Friday up at Harper Creek, 18-0, a real uh, defensive struggle really for both teams. Uh, If you remember Coach Jeff Scar's comments on the Coach's Corner this afternoon, uh, those 18 points, uh, Harper really had to earn them as uh, they were driving down the field. A couple of big plays, but other than that, uh, he thought the Cardinal defense played their best game of the season. Yeah, it was six to nothing at halftime, and uh, they took advantage of a couple opportunities in the second half. But yeah, offense, of course, has just been a real struggle for the Cardinals, and uh, you know they're averaging about ten points a game and and uh, giving up, I think, over thirty. So it's just been one of those years for the Cardinals that they have not seen here for years and years. It's been one that the uh, coaches and players have had to 
had to uh, deal with a lot of adversity. Um, before we start, can I just get all the senior parents to stand up so we can just get a round of applause for all of you? Julia and Logan Kirk getting ready to uh, sing Boys of Fall. Again, we'll have that performance on the radio momentarily. Thank you guys. It sounds like they're just about ready to go. So uh, we'll take a pause in our uh, pregame talk up about the football game itself and salute the Boys of Fall with uh, Julia and Logan Kirk. There we go.
by Julia Kirk, accompanied by Logan Kirk, here prior to our kickoff of Senior Night, the final game of the season for the Coldwater Cardinals, taking on the Western Panthers. Uh, what did you think, Murph? Yeah, a little salute uh, to the boys of fall. Boy, well done. Really nice job. I liked how Julie had the senior parents stand, too, to be recognized. Very impressive. Well, getting back to talking about the matchup between Coldwater and Harper, uh, Coldwater and Western, the Cardinals lost at Harper Creek last week, 18-0. Uh, Cardinals were held to just 113 yards of total offense. Oh, it was. It was a definite struggle all night. Uh, so many times we saw Cardinal runners after a handoff dodging Harper Creek Beavers just to get back to the line of scrimmage. Uh, boy, it, it was a tough night. Very hard-hitting night. Uh, and, you know, the Cardinals hung tough like they have all season, but uh, just fell, you know, fell short. Zach Coffing was the leading rusher, nine carries for only 24 yards. Uh, passing, he was five of eight for 44 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Jaden Kegler got beat up an awful lot. Uh, the leading rusher the last couple of weeks held to just 21 yards, and uh, he's not listed as a starter tonight. Jackson Riley, two carries for 11 yards. Tyson Roby, leading receiver, two catches for 16 yards. Hunter Munson led the defense with seven tackles. Kevin Hall had five. Yeah, Jaden Kegler, you know, he's really provided a nice spark offensively with uh, his quickness. He hits the hole quickly. I see he is dressed. I see him, but, uh, you know, that could be just to, to be part of it on his uh, last last game of the year, too. 
Meanwhile, the Western Panthers under second-year head coach Nick Rulerwitz, uh, they, they made it pretty far last season, uh, finishing 8-4, and four, losing to St. Joe in the regional final round. And this year, they're solidly in third place at 5-3 and three overall, 4-2 and two in the Interstate 8. Uh, two of their three losses uh, in the season were pretty close. Loss at Detroit Country Day by a touchdown, 21-14 to in Week 2. Uh, lost to Lumen Christie by five, uh, September 16th. The only blowout uh, they were handed, uh, losing at Hastings 48-7, to but earlier in the season, uh, they beat Penfield decisively 64-0, and last week uh, they won against Marshall 16-0, and in the process, they held the Red Hawks just 37 yards of total offense. Well, and when you're within a touchdown of Country Day and Luma Christie, you know you're doing something right out there. And it's a program that has certainly uh, evolved over the years. They've won three of the last four with the Cardinals in this matchup. And uh, earlier, of course, the Cardinals had dominated this one. But uh, of late, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been all Panthers. Quarterback Ty Keeler, 10 of 17 passing last week for 155 yards, two touchdowns. Leading receiver, Caden Oliver, five catches, 94 yards, and a touchdown. This was his first appearance uh, since uh, sustaining what could have been a season-ending elbow injury, a dislocated elbow up at Northwest uh, two or three weeks prior. Uh, He and Ty Keeler had switched off as the quarterback, but uh, uh, now that Caden Oliver is back, uh, he's sticking uh, defensively and uh, being one of Ty Keeler's uh, better receivers. Ben Parrott had four catches for 52 yards and a touchdown. Alex Trudell, the running back, 20 carries for 89 yards. Uh, he did not score. Yeah, it's, you know, and it's such a short season in high school football, you know, game-wise, where you only have nine regular season games, and, and Oliver just made the commitment. He uh, was kind of interesting, that article of what he's done to be able to stay on the field, and just, uh, he's a gamer. Just a heavy-duty brace is uh, what, what I uh, skimmed over in that article, right? Yeah, he had a, he had that going, and uh, he's they're not having him play quarterback. He had done some of that earlier. He's just playing at end and trying to uh, stay on the field. We'll go ahead and take this two-minute break and be back with the thoughts of Coldwater head football coach Jeff Scorfar. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. Culey's Jewelry is excited to announce our new Love Glow Diamond Rings. Genuine diamonds with a bit of natural fluorescence that actually glow. Check out our new bumblebee rings, earrings, and pendants starting at only $99. They are beautiful. Or our new birth month flower pendants, only $129. We are thrilled to feature a new collection of snow globes and specialty mugs. Stop in to see everything new at Culey's Jewelry, downtown Coldwater since 1968. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskWood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. 
Interested in knowing what your home's worth? Find out and list with your local real estate professionals at Case Realty Group, your local real estate connection and lake specialist in Coldwater. Hi, I'm Carmen Case. Give me a call and I'll provide you a complete home evaluation so you get the most money when you sell. Or if you're looking for a new home, I'll make the process easy for you. Whether buying or selling, service and communication are my top priorities. Go to caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. Recycling your cardboard with Union Pallet and Container Company of Coldwater can deliver real value to your business and the environment. Recycling just one ton of cardboard saves more than 17 trees and eliminates landfill waste. To learn how you can help save the environment by recycling your company's cardboard, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Kickoff between the Coldwater Cardinals and Western Panthers from here at Cardinal Field coming up at the top of the hour. Right now, we're checking in for the final time in the 2022 season with Coldwater head football coach Jeff Scorfar. The Cardinals were shut out up at Harper Creek last week, 18-0. You said during Coach's Corner earlier today that uh, that may have been some of the best defense that the Cardinals uh, had uh, put out def- uh, the defensive effort this season. Uh, and I, uh, if he could elaborate. Yeah. You know, I mean, even though we gave up 18 points, um, we played really good defense. I mean, they had to earn everything. Uh, they broke a couple, they broke a pass where we actually ran into each other uh, trying to make a tackle and the kid just spun off us and went for the distance. Um, you know, and they uh, broke a long run where the kid cut back and uh, made a great cut. I mean, it was just, something that most kids can't do, and, and he did. Um, but other than that, we really bottled them up. But the biggest problem was not being able to move the ball on offense, um, you know, not picking up first downs and not scoring. Uh, if we would have put, you know, a couple touchdowns in, um, you know, during the game, it would have been completely different, uh, you know, and that would have put more pressure on them, and, and things would have been a little bit different. But we just really struggled on the offensive side of the ball. Today is the senior night, and of course, uh, this group of seniors probably had to go through twice as much as other senior groups uh, having to uh, deal with uh, uh, two years plus of a pandemic, uh, having a season uh, being uh, uh, cut off and almost canceled. Uh, so uh, talk a little bit about this group of seniors, if you could. Yeah, you know, that's they've been through a very unique situation, um, you know, like you said, where you know, we, their freshman year was somewhat normal, and then after that, for the next, you know, two years, two and a half years, it has not been normal from the standpoint of we have football, we don't have football, we're not working out in the summertime, we can have no contact with each other to, oh, yep, we are going to play football, but then we're going to shut down again. Um, you know, they've been through a lot, and it's been hard to be consistent in um, different things like that. But, you know, they've they've shown up and they've played hard every single game, which is what I've asked them to do. Um, you know, we just come up on the short end of the stick a little bit. And, you know, some of that is just because of, you know, numbers and, um, you know, not having uh, a ton of kids to choose from. You know, our numbers are down a little bit this year, but we're hopefully going to get them up in the future. And, um, you know, we just keep on coaching and keep on trying to build. Looking ahead to tonight's opponent, the Western Panthers, the Panthers 
uh, very much have something to play for with a 5-3 and three record coming in, uh, trying to be one of the top 32 in Division Three and get that spot in the playoffs. So the Cardinals could potentially play the role of spoiler. The contests between Coldwater and Western have been uh, pretty close and entertaining the last few years. Uh, yeah, they have, They're, and it's always been physical. Um, no question about it. They're, and they're, it's going to be physical again this year. Uh, you know, we watched them. Their defense is phenomenal. Um, they fly around and fly off the ball. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to raise up to that uh, challenge. You know, and that's something that's going to be a, you know, a huge challenge for our offense, especially after last week. We're just going to have to come off the ball and block better and, and do things a lot better than what we did last week. And, you know, we're capable of doing it. Um, you know, we just have to set our minds to it and do it. And hopefully uh, that's what we do. Jeff Scorf, our head coach of the Coldwater Cardinals. Good luck tonight, and as always, thanks for your uh, help and assistance all season long. Oh, thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. We're back with more after this as you are listening to Coldwater Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's your birthday, and El Cerrito wants to say... Happy birthday, Panchita! Happy birthday to you. So come in, enjoy a great meal, and for dessert, they'll serve you up a free dish of fried ice cream. It's no wonder everyone loves dining at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, along with friendly service, authentic Mexican food, and a festive atmosphere. Stop by for your birthday or any day. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. Untangling your headphones, finding the right remote, saying goodbye to your favorite shirt that hasn't fit in 10 years. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated. Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who live in your community and answer when you call so you can worry about more important things like finding a new favorite shirt. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. If you've always dreamed of building a new home, Matt Hallett Homes encourages you to start planning today. Now more than ever, modular housing is a better value. You simply get more home for the money and outstanding quality from floor to ceiling. As a residential builder, Matt Hallett Homes offers fully customizable modular homes, plus any additional structures including garages, decks, even barns. Stop by Matt Hallett Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater, visit matthallethomes.com, and like them on Facebook. Matt Hale at Homes, always built around family. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. We're back here at Cardinal Field. Sean Watson and Mike Murphy getting ready for a kickoff. Coming up at the top of the hour, game time temperature here at Cardinal Field, 65 degrees. Partly cloudy skies as the sun is starting to set 64 kickoff, around 59 by the time we wrap things up. So what's the temperature like in your home? If you're not comfortable, call KB Mechanical in Quincy. Their service includes repairs on your existing unit as well as free estimates for new units. Call KB Mechanical for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning service. 639-8046. Briefly, how about some keys to tonight's game, Murph? Sure. uh, Well, as Coach Scorfire mentioned, you know, uh, 
Western is a very tough offense, a really balanced offense, both uh, running-wise and passing. Their defense is outstanding. Cardinals will really have to be up to the task tonight and play uh, play hard in their last home game, last game of the season. I just want to give a shout-out, though, to the Cardinals uh, this year. You know, anybody that's coached over the years, um, you're going to have these type of seasons uh, once in a while. And, boy, it's, there's a lot of adversity. And, uh, you know, I think the players, the coaching staff, have really uh, just done an outstanding job of staying with it, fighting to the end, and, and we're proud of them for that. We'll stay here and bring you the Cardinal Marching Band performing our national anthem as we're almost to the top of the hour. Our national anthem. Anthem is performed by the Coldwater High School Cardinal Marching Band under the direction of Katie Jewell and Aaron Wood, drum majors Carly Nicely and Madeline Garn. Yeah, just just a touch on that point, just a, a little more, Sean. Uh, the, uh, what what point was that? About the Cardinals' season they've had. Uh, you know, it's not like this coaching staff have forgotten how to coach. Uh, they made the playoffs five or six years in a row. Uh, very veteran group and probably have done more coaching this year trying different formations people in different spots it's just uh, been a real challenge but how the kids have handled adversity we've seen very few unsportsmanlike or penalties serious penalties and and uh, a lot goes to the coaching staff and the young men in that and and those that are coming back next year uh, have a foundation. They know that they're going to need to get in the weight room, get bigger, stronger, and uh, they'll have that incentive for next year for sure. Cardinals will receive the opening kickoff here tonight, so we will see the Cardinal offense first. Zach coughing in at quarterback, and a different offensive formation will have a couple of wingbacks, Tyson Roby and Hunter Munson on either side of the O-line, Jack Rudin the running back, wide receivers Evan Porter and Chase Levy, and on the offensive line, Nolan Thomas, Drake Thornton, Sal Baroni, Eddie Poole, and Garrett McVicker going uh, 202 average across that O line. 
Gabriel Hines getting ready to kick the ball off. The Panthers in their road. White jerseys, white pants with maroon numerals, gold helmets with the Panther logo on either side. Cardinals moving from left to right in their home. Reds with the white pants, white helmets. It's a good kickoff. Zach Coffin catches at the 12-yard line. Ball is returned to the 30, past the 30. Brought the ball at the 33-yard line. Uh, first and 10 for the Cardinals. Go over the Western defense briefly. On the D-line, you've got Aiden Duncan, Brennan Farber, and Brady Plate. Outside linebackers are Luke Teachout and Alex Trudell. Inside backers, Landon Heavey and Gibson French. Their front seven averages about 202 as well. Cornerbacks are DJ Van Riper and David McAnich. Safeties are Ben Parrott and Jack Laporte. Guess that was Hunter Munson with that kick return. Thank you for the correction. Coughing going back to pass on first and 10. Ball is caught at the 40-yard line. That is Munson. Pulling it in. Nice throw from Zach Coughing. Much like last week against Harper, we saw that come out throwing on first down. Making the tackle is Caden Oliver. We were talking about how he sustained an elbow separation a few weeks ago up at Northwest, but he came back to play last week, and you see a very heavy brace on his left elbow. Seven-yard gain, second and three. It's going to be a handoff. Running the sweep right side is Hunter Munson. He gets up to the 41. That'll bring up third and two. That'll be nice to see the Cardinals get this first down, get off to a good start here tonight. Ball spotted on the 41-yard line. Gibson French on the tackle. Here comes the third and two play. We're just underway here at Cardinal Field. Final game of the season, and we're so glad you're listening on this Friday night. Zach coughing out of the shotgun. Fake the handoff. It's a run straight up the middle by coughing. Stood up, dropped at the 50. About a nine-yard gain and a first down. Yeah, good fake to the, uh, look like Munson coming across from his wing and coughing, keeping it. That's a Cardinal first down. Boy, that Western front group is big. They are, they are large. They're going to outweigh the Cardinals significantly on that defensive line. Two receivers on the right, on the left rather, the other right, one on the right. Wing is sent in motion, that is uh, Jackson Riley. Coughing goes back to pass. And is it a catch by Munson at the yeah. Western 43-yard line? Boy, Zach was uh, dodging a Panther, rolling to his left, and he sent a pass downfield about 15 yards and just off the turf, and a nice catch by Munson. It was low enough where I thought it might have actually hit the turf, but fortunately Munson was able to bring it in and a gain of seven, second and three coming up. Must have just got his hands underneath it. Second and three. Take the handoff. It's another keeper by Coughing. He gets up to the 40-yard line, and the chains are going to move once again. Well, that's three first downs on this drive now. Nicely done by the Cardinals. Landon Heavey on the stop. 
you take a look at a roster, it looks like it should be pronounced heavy, but it is Heavy, and we have seen a few uh, members of the Heavy family play for Western over the past several years. Yes, we have. Coming up on nine minutes left to play in the first quarter. No score, but this is the first drive of the game. Another fake handoff by Coughing. He keeps it and is able to get five. You're going to give him four. I stand corrected. Zach ran that play quite often in the Harper game last week and really took some punishment over the middle. Some of those hits. He took a pretty hard hit right there as well. But picked up four. Hunter Munson checks back into the Cardinal lineup. We got Chase Levy out here wide right. Coughing. Hands off to Jackson Riley. Running off left tackle. He's close to the 32-yard line. That'll bring up third and short. About a gain of three. Jackson Riley, just a freshman, has done a wonderful job. He's been up about three or four games now. The lineup looks a little larger on the Cardinals sideline. That was because 17 kids were called up from the JVs. The JV game, uh, of course, yesterday was canceled. Yeah, they, we gave, they gave Riley four, third and one. Wonder if it's, yep, it is a keeper by coughing. He squeezes his way past the 30 to the 27 and the first down. Wonderful sustained drive so far. Four first downs now on this one. Seven and a half minutes now left to play in the first quarter. Cardinals, this is kind of like our old Cardinal football. Uh, run the clock, sustained drives. We say Dante work along the sideline and his street closed. Dante has missed the last two and a half games. You notice who else is in street clothes? Trevor Hensinger. Mm-hmm. Our normal kicker. First and 10 from the Panther, 40, uh, 27. Coughing, going back to pass, going deep, and broken up in the end zone. Chase Levy was the intended target, but the pass was broken up in the end zone. Quite nicely thrown ball by Zach Coughing. Levy was stride for stride with one of the Panther defenders, thinking he might be able to haul it in, but couldn't quite in the end zone. It looked like DJ Van Riper was in coverage and was the one that broke up the pass. Second and 10, the clock stops with 6.54 left in quarter number one. Yeah, our kicker tonight's gonna be Austin Atkins, 6-1 senior. Another member of Coach Delaney's soccer team. Yeah. Fake handoff. It's a very short gain this time for Zach Coughing. The Panthers have picked up on that tendency. Yeah, it's going to set up third and long here. Third and about ten. Looking for some sort of pass. See if Zach can get some good uh, pass protection. Coach Scorfire has mentioned this in the past, Sean, that the, our offensive line actually generally does a little better job on pass protection than on the run game, but so far the run game's been good here in this first drive. First important pass coming up on third and nine, short drop back, nicely set up screen, and 
a lot of running room up the middle. Jack Rudin gives the Cardinals a first down as he's brought down at the 12. Boy, that's we have not seen that much this year. That's one of the first screen passes I can remember seeing by the Cardinals really run effectively. Use that uh, Panther rush from that defensive line to the Cardinals' advantage. The only other time that I've seen a screen pass successfully converted, it was more uh, a panic mode. Handoff goes right side, past the 10, to about the 9. It looks like, yep, Jackson. Is it Jackson Riley? Looks to be, yes. <clears throat> Boy, this is one of the best Cardinal drives we've seen in a couple of games. A few weeks. Oh, maybe Munson on that, was it? This is what our spotter, Dave Rumsey, seems to indicate. Sets up second and nine. Cardinals are at the nine. It's like about second and eight, actually. Coughing, going back to pass, looking for a receiver left side and just overthrown and out of bounds. Hunter Munson way over on that left side. He was open momentarily, but then uh, by the time the ball got there, he was covered and then it was over his head. So third and nine. And we played over uh, seven minutes. There's uh, four, 4.52 left to play in the first quarter, and this is still the first drive of the game. Great sustained drive. Just how the Cardinals would like to start it, and if they can get into the end zone, it'd be even better. Think of the uh, most recent uh, great football teams of the Cardinals headlined by the Beckhusens and the Demeesters and the Taggarts. Whistle and, wow, a red flag coming from the uh, line judge. Flag on the play. Comes the call. Prior to the snap. Ball start, number 22, offense. Five-yard penalty, third down. Well, there you go. Instead of third and nine, it's going to be third and 14. Well, we've got uh, Evan Porter playing some wide receiver tonight. Did a little of that last week, but we saw him over on that left side. So uh, a tall target for Zach Coffing. Rudin is now going to split out left behind Porter. Technically, the Cardinals can get a first down without scoring. Of course, get a score in the opening drive of the game would be great for a great confidence booster. Pass in the end zone. And it's ripped away by Western. Ball is uh, returned to the 15-yard line. Caden Oliver was the guy that ripped it away from the Cardinal receiver. Boy, Jackson Riley and him were battling for it. They were down near the goal line. And uh, Jackson, I thought Jackson was going to get that, and Oliver took it away. So the Cardinals come up empty on that first drive, but, boy, a, a really impressive sustained drive. Just couldn't quite get points off it. This has been a bugaboo for the Cardinals all season long, uh, the inability to convert out of the red zone. Well, Western takes over. It's going to be first and 10 from their 15. Oh, flag was thrown before the ball could be snapped to quarterback Ty Keeler. 
4.37 left to play in the first quarter. Illegal substitution, offense, five-yard penalty, still first down. Interesting. They have too many players on the field? Yeah, I didn't didn't catch that, but uh, the Cardinals will take it. The ball is going to be put back at the 10. So Ty Keeler is the quarterback. Alex Trudell is a running back. Jack Laporte is a slot back. Caden Oliver a flanker. Ben Parrott a split end. Brady played as a tight end. Keeler chucking it downfield and overthrown past the intended uh, receiver. Again, probably looking for Brady playing along the right sideline. Uh, A.J. Scott, Noah Shaw, James Messer, Ron London, and James Daly are on the O-line for Western. Averaging 240 across, 229 when you add in the tight end as an extra blocker. Yeah, they definitely have some size on both lines. That was Hunter Munson defensively on that long pass attempt. Stride for stride. Four and a half minutes left to play in the first quarter. No score. Hand off on the jet sweep left side. And forced out of bounds around the 13-yard line. Tyson Roby in on that. Showed some good speed. The Panther uh, back picked up about three or four. Well, no, more than that from the line of scrimmage. I see a pink flag down on the field. Yeah, we do have a flag. Referee is talking it over with his fellow crew members. Clock has stopped with 4.13 left in the first quarter. No score now. Hopefully, here comes the call. Personal foul. Illegal blindside block on the offense, number 53. Half the distance to the goal. Replay second down. So they even uh, name the number of the player that was the guilty party, and that being uh, James Daly, the starting right tackle. Yeah, good break by the for the Cardinals. Ball back now at about the seven. A di- uh, penalty, which is half the distance to the goal. So after the second and 17 play, we'll go over the starting defense for the Cardinals. Ty Keeler out of the shotgun. Flushed out of the pocket. He takes off and is brought down at the nine. Garrett Johns with that tackle. Nicely done. It's actually Zach Lewis. 14, number 54. You can tell he's the smallest guy out there on the field as the nose guard. I did see Johns actually make the tackle. Sometimes they're, they both had fours in that second number. But I did see Lewis. Kevin Hall and Garrett Johns joining Zach Lewis on the D-line. Tyson Roby and Trey Miller, the outside linebackers. Jack Rudin, Jackson Riley, the inside backers. So that's 179 across for the front seven. Cornerbacks are Alex Roby and Aiden Stepp. Safeties are Hunter Munson and Zach Coffing. We have another flag, Murph? Took an awful long time uh, to mark the ball ready to uh, play. It's third and 15 for the Panthers here. 3.42 to go in the first quarter. Oh, just a gain of two on second down. Keeler chucking it downfield, looking for an open receiver. 
well defended. Ben Parrott was the intended target. A flag comes out. The fact that the Cardinal fans underneath us are booing, uh, indicative of what they think is a bogus pass interference call. Yeah, Alex Roby was right with the Panther receiver. He uh, was face guarding him. He had, you know, didn't look back at all. I don't know if that was apparently the, the problem. The game is kind of slow to a crawl after that first series by the Cardinals. There's 3.34 left in the first quarter. No score. Here's the call. Interference. Defense number 11. 15-yard penalty. Yardage results in a first down. Yeah, on third and 15. That was enough to give the Cardinals a first, the uh, Panthers rather, a first down. <laughs> Just enough, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, they had the wrong number. It was 17, Roby, but uh, Panthers can throw that ball deep. That's going to be uh, going to be part of their uh, offense tonight for sure. Still no score. 334 left in quarter number one from here at Cardinal Field. Two receivers deep to the right, one to the left. Trudell stands next to Keeler. They send Caden Oliver in motion. It's going to be a fake handoff. Overthrew Oliver on the flat right side. Oliver just uh, 5'10", and uh, he probably needed to be about 6'3", 6'4", to be able to haul that pass in. It just kind of whizzed over his head. That'll bring up second and 10 with three and a half minutes left to play in the first quarter. Panthers have a pretty nice crowd across the way following them tonight. Cardinals, pretty nice crowd as well here on a beautiful fall evening. Well, senior night certainly helps as well. Going under center, handoff goes to Trudell, trying to run off. Off left tackle, he gets up to about the 28-yard line. On the stop of the Cardinals, we're by Aiden Step. Aiden Step on the tackle. About a five-yard gain there for Trudell, brings up 35. Aiden's in the defensive backfield. He played quite a bit of that last week up at Harper. Even ran the ball a few times as well. Keeler goes under center with a pro set. Fake handoff, now a pitch on the option right side. That's going to give the Panthers the first down. Stood up and brought down at around the 42. It was Trudell that received the pitch and the drive continues for the Western Panthers. <laughs> I see Hunter Munson, who was the defensive corner over there, complaining to one of the officials on a bad block. He was he was blocked in the back, but uh, they got away with one there. But first time we've seen the Panthers run the option tonight. It was done very well. Keeler goes back under center. One receiver on either side. Short drop. Overthrew the intended receiver along the right side, looking for Ben Parrott. Set up second and 10. 2.24 to go in the first quarter. The Cardinals had a long, sustained opening drive, but it ended with an interception at the goal line. Panthers, this has been their first drive of the night. A long pass interference 
penalty set it up so they didn't have to punt from deep in their own end. Second and 10. Handoff goes to Trudell, trying to run up the middle, and there was nothing going up the middle. He only got one yard, and that'll bring up second and eight. So from uh, second and 10, well, we'll say third and eight, they gave him two. Rudin and Roby from their linebacker spots with the stop. Panthers split out two to the left, one in the slot. Ty Keeler goes back into the shotgun. A couple of running backs surrounding him. All sorts of time, but nothing's open. Now he's taking off. He'll run and get forced out of bounds near the first down sticks. Yep, looks like Step and John's over there. On the stop of the Cardinals running out of bounds, they're five, Step. Well, he stepped out of bounds at the Panther 49. That'll bring up fourth and four. And a big decision coming up for head coach Nick Rulowitz. Of course, the Panthers are going to go for it. Ty Keeler will go under center with a pro set. Two receivers to the left. Fake the handoff, and Keeler gives the Panthers the first down. He runs out of bounds at the Cardinal 45. Again, kind of set up to run the option to the uh, short side of the field to the right. and Just enough for the first down. Well, the drive continues with a minute and a half left to play in the first quarter. Yeah, we could get through this entire first quarter with uh, both teams having the ball once. Keeler goes back under center. Two receivers to the left. Run goes up the middle. Gibson French had the carry, and uh, pretty good gain on the first down there for Mr. French. Yep. Again, Rudin and Aiden Stepp has been in on a number of plays here. The early going. French gains six. Second and four coming up for Western. Number six, Nolan Thomas coming in for Johns on that defensive line. Nothing going that time for French. Trey Miller in on that one along with Rudin. He's been a busy guy tonight. A short game. That'll bring up third and two. Just a two-yard game there for French. Again, Penfield sends two wide left. Western hands off and first down and more. Alex Trudell breaks free and will score from 37 yards up. Boy, just it looked like he was going to be stopped a couple of yards past the line of scrimmage, and then he just broke loose, got away from a couple of Cardinals, and it was home free. A 37-yard carry for the touchdown. Score coming with 16 seconds left to play in the first quarter. 6-0 Western pending the outcome of the point after kick. Caden Oliver will hold. Gabe Hines will kick. Certainly quiet in the Coldwater crowd. 
official timeout. Not quite sure what the situation is, other than perhaps an exchange of game balls. Here's the snap, the hold. Part it is blocked. Who got their mitts on the ball, Murph? Yeah, not sure, but nicely done by the Cardinals. See if our spotter can uh, get a, a number on that, but nicely done. Stays six to nothing. 16 seconds left to play in the first quarter. We'll take this 30 second break. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Do you see yourself traveling, working part-time, or moving somewhere warmer when you retire? Hi, I'm Jay Wright, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor, and I want to help make your retirement goals a reality. Let's talk about where you are, where you want to be, and how you get there. Together, we can plan for the expected and make sure you're ready for the unexpected. Call me at 279-1938 to get started today. That's 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Honestly, I thought Alex Trudell, the running back for Western, was bottled up at around the uh, 30 or so, but he was able to bounce it out and found uh, nothing but wide open territory. Cardinals have done a pretty good job on that drive, you know, of uh, keeping Western in front of them, but that time he uh, broke through and had clear sailing. Big play on that drive was the pass interference penalty that kept the uh, drive going. Well, that would have been around midfield, right? Yeah, and that's, uh, I guess that would be about in what, 85-yard drive. Yep. After the interception that ended the Cardinals' first drive, it was returned to the 15. We're waiting for the uh, ensuing kickoff. Uh, Phil Herman is checking in with uh, two of the uh, uh, officials along the uh, Coldwater sideline. He had a squirt bottle of uh, water ready to go. Hunter Munson and Zach Coffing. Is that Zach Coffing? No, that looks like Jackson Riley's back to uh, receive the kickoff along with Munson. Yeah, I believe so. Ooh! <laughs> the, uh, they weren't ready. They, the Panthers were ready to kick it off. The officials weren't. Now we're ready to go. Gabe Hines puts a boot in it. It's caught at the 14-yard line, returned to the 25, and runs into a wall of Panthers at the 27. Alex Roby actually had the return there. Oh, 10 seconds left to play in the first quarter. Okay, so that was Roby back instead of Riley. Okay. So the Cardinals will take over first and 10, their own 28-yard line. Had a really successful opening drive that ended with a turnover, but let's see what they can do here their second time. 10 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Successful aside from the whole getting into the end zone with the ballpark, right? <laughs> exactly. 
keeper all the way by Zach Coffing. He gets a short gain from the 28. He gets up to about the 31 where they'll spot the ball. And that'll be the final play of the first quarter. We'll switch sides and continue the drive after this one-minute break. After one, it is the Western Panthers six. The Coldwater Cardinals nothing. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Coldwater Michigan's Advantage One RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halet. I'm Vanessa Halet. I'm Mary Halet. I'm Mylon Halet, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom, Mylon's keeping secrets. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylon. Advantage One can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylon. Hold on kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here. We'll sell it. Fact is, we need more. If you're done camping or ready to upgrade, bring your RV here. We'll sell it. It's that easy. All you have to do is just pick up a check. It really is that easy. We do all of the work for you. There's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors. Come shop a Vantage One RV first. Yeah, what Merrick said. We have plenty of great pre-owned RVs in stock. But we always need more. Come see for yourself. But only if you want to save thousands. Old Water, Michigan, one mile east of Meyer on US 12 east of I-69. Shop Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers first. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Back here at Cardinal Field. First play of the second quarter. Cardinal's second drive of the game. They have it second and seven from their 31. They trail Parma Western 6 nothing. And off goes to Hunter Munson running off the right guard, and he gets up to the 35, a four-yard gain. It'll bring up third and short. Yeah, Munson coming from his left side, following Eddie Poole, Garrett McVicker over on that right side. First down marker is at the 38, third and three coming up. Zach coughing, running back to the huddle. With the play call, 12 on the play clock. Now the huddle breaks. Cardinals will send one receiver to the right, one to the left, the two wings. Coughing, five-step brought back. Caught by Hunter Munson at the 46. He's got a couple guys to beat. He's running right sideline. Ankle tackled at the 10. Otherwise, the Cardinals would have scored. Nice play. Zach Coffing. Sharp pass over to Munson. One of the Panthers was right on him, but Munson was able to pivot. Go at 180 and then just fly down that right sideline. There was three Panthers in pursuit, and uh, one of them finally got him. Balls, balls at the Panther five-yard line, six-yard line, rather. They move the spot, uh, and first and goal. It's a keeper by coughing, trying to follow the blockers on the left side. He gets up to the three. That was a 59-yard pass and run. The connection from coughing to Munson to put us at first and goal at the six. Now second and goal from the three. Got to be one of the uh, longest plays for the Cardinals this year off the pass. Levy is a receiver on the right side. Is that Munson on the left? 
Munson's on the left wing. Touchdown, Jackson Riley! All right, Cardinals, Jackson Riley from three yards out. Cardinals on the board. Let's see if they can take the lead with the extra point now. All right, remember the point after attempt by Western's Gabe Hines on their score was blocked. Now with 9.52 left to play in the first half, we will see Austin Atkins attempt the point after kick. And I believe this will be the first time that he's attempted a kick. Mostly it's been Trevor Hensinger, but as we reported, he's in street clothes tonight. The snap, the hold, and a successful first point after kick for Austin Atkins. The Cardinals with a one-point lead over Western, 7-6. 9.52 left to play in the first half. We're back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Nottawa Gas, your family-owned propane supplier for over 30 years, offers a remote tank monitoring system, so you'll never have to worry about running out of propane. And Nottawa Gas offers convenient payment options, too, including automatic payments and safe, secure online bill pay. The best prices of the season are available now. Plus, all 20-pound bottle fills are just $13.48 at Nottawa Gas. Just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Tecancha on Old 27, or online at nottawagas.com. Hey, and don't forget that grill. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. We're back here at Cardinal Field. Uh, the Cardinals getting on the scoreboard thanks to a three-yard Jackson Riley touchdown run, his second in his short varsity career. The freshman called up a couple of weeks ago from the JV team. And a successful point after kick from Austin Atkins, giving the Cardinals a one-point lead. Boy, that was an outstanding job by Hunter Munson to get that ball down. The hike was a little slow in coming back. And he somehow got that ball just a millisecond ahead of uh, Austin Atkins and still got it through the uprights. Munson will kick the ball off. Got a couple players back deep for Western and around the 7-8 yard line. 9.52 left to play until halftime. Oh, the Cardinals were going for an onside kick. It's a live ball. It's caught at the 43. Got out of his hands, and it's recovered by the Cardinals. Keevan Zabonik. What a job by the Cardinals. Hunter Munson, I believe, was the kicker. He, he was, yep. And uh, it got off one of the Panthers, ricocheted off his hands, and Cardinals right there to pick it up. Well, the Cardinals are back in business with 9.49 left to play in the first half. They have the one-point lead and want to add, add more here. Keevan Zabonik, a 6'5 junior, used all of that height to pull that one in. First and 10 from the Panther 43. The Cardinals will send four receivers stacked on the right side. Empty backfield. Oh, they're going for the halfback option. Munson receives a pitch. Looking for Porter. Does he hang on to it at the 20? Boy, I'm not sure who got that ball. The Panthers, they were fighting, battling for it as they hit the turf. They've got the Cardinals got it. It was a one-on-one battle between Evan Porter and Western's Caden Oliver, and Porter got the better of that one. Outstanding job by Porter. 
and used all his height on that play. Evan, a 6'4", junior. And they were battling. He was down there with three Panther defenders. Munson with the uh, halfback option. Cardinals in the red zone. Handoff goes to Hunter Munson, running the sweep right side. He gets up close to the 15. Boy, you got to credit the coaching staff. What a great call on that onside. And uh, Cardinals right back in business down at the 15. Spot the ball at the 16, yeah. Second down. I'll give you a couple of scoring updates after the second and sixth play. One of them is that big eight-man football game between Takancha and Colon. Handoff left side. Up to the 15. Jackson Riley had the carry. Western thinks that there is a fumble that they recovered. I don't know. I haven't seen a signal from the officials. Cardinals keep the ball. So after one quarter out at Colin's Judd Field, the Magi leading to Concha 26 to nothing. The Magi undefeated. The Indians with just one loss on their season. 8-0 Colin, 7-1 to Concha. Looks like Colin's well on their way to uh, an undefeated regular season. Yeah, Justin Lapshire's Colin Magi. They have got a football powerhouse going over there for sure. No gain, third and six. Coldwater will take their first time out. So let's go over uh, what's been happening in the Interstate 8 on this, the uh, final week of the regular season. Hastings has a one-game lead over Lumen Christie in the league standings. Saxon's at 6-0 and in the conference, 7-1 and overall. Lumen Christie improving to 5-1 and in the league, and they're now 5-3 and overall. Western in third place, 4-2 in the league, 5-3 and overall. Marshall and Harper Creek tied for fourth at 3-3 three and in the league. The Red Hawks 4-4 four four overall. The Beavers now 3-5 overall. Northwest at 2-4 in the league, 4-4 four four overall. Coldwater at 1-5 in the league, 1-7 overall in seventh place. And Penfield still looking for their first win, and I highly suspect that they won't get it because they're playing at Hastings. And at the end of the first quarter, the Saxons had a 14-0 lead. Coming out of the timeout, third and six. Coughing out of the shotgun. Has time. Finds a receiver at the three. Boy, he has really been... Hooking up with Hunter Munson tonight. One of the seniors that's being recognized over the course of the evening by PA announcer Ken Delaney. He wants to make his senior night a memorable one. It's a 15-yard pickup. Coughing, really throwing the ball well tonight, very accurately. Ball's at the one, first and goal. Got Rudin next to Coughing in the backfield. Two wings, two receivers. It's going to be another Jackson Riley touchdown. Check that. That's Munson. Hunter Munson coming from his uh, right wing. Got the one-yard score after that onside kick. Makes the score 13-6. Cardinals, 7.31 left to play in the first half. Austin Atkins getting ready to kick the point after. Austin Atkins to attempt the extra points. 
Munson has the duty of holding the snap. Looks like the kick went wide left, but it's good. Fourteen to six, Cardinals on top of Western. Seven thirty-one left in the first half. Back in thirty, you're listening to Cardinal football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Haskwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. The Jackson Citizen Patriots, a high school football writer, had a prediction for this game that uh, looks like it's going to be pretty incorrect in retrospect at the end of the night. Eric Ingles predicted a 48-0 Western shellacking of Coldwater, but right now the Cardinals have a 14-6 lead. Low squib kick. It's going to... Oh, my ball! And it went out of bounds. It bounced in and out of the hands of Gibson French. Ball touched by Gibson French before going out of bounds. So Western will take over at their 24. Western will take over at their Yeah, because that ball was touched by a Panther. It'll go... Rather than being a penalty on going out of bounds, they'll take it at their own 24. Again, off one of the up men and took a crazy bounce and things going the Cardinals way right now. Number 73, Alex Crabtree is playing nose guard right now in the front. Ty Keeler under center. On the carry, number 23, Gibson French. And off goes to Gibson French from the 24. He gets up to about the 27. About a three-yard gain. Garrett Johns on the stop. Alex is a sophomore. He's up from the uh, JV team. His brother is a senior on as well that we've seen a little bit this year. Make the handoff. It's a keeper by Keeler. Great solo tackle at the 32. Boy, that's Hunter Munson. He is having a game tonight. He, uh, he, is, he is limping a, a little bit after he got that solo tackle. Yeah, we, he has been injured earlier this year. He Really, he's been beat up all season long. Boy, he's... And that, that dates back to the Grand Ledge game. Really favoring that ankle. Well, Maverick Johnson checks in. Third and a long two. Keeler hands off to Alex Trudell, and he's able to give the Panthers the first down as he's tackled at the 37. Yep, Maverick Johnson in on that one, along with uh, 67. Kevin Hall, Garrett Johns. Boy, that's going to be a difficult loss for the Cardinals if Hunter Munson doesn't come back. He has been all over it tonight. And merits early consideration uh, for McDonald's player of the game. Had that 59-yard pass that set up the score. 
Handoff goes to Alex Trudell, runs right, cuts back to the left, and gets about a five-yard gain as he's finally stopped at the 42. Zach Lewis back at his familiar nose guard spot. Alex Crabtree comes out. A couple of good plays he had there. That uh, Hunter Munson on the training table. Yes, it is. Phil Herman, trainer, getting a look at him. Official timeout as Oldwater's Aiden Stepp had to uh, check out. Evan Hamilton enters. Also Jackson Riley coming to the sidelines. Second and five. Ty Keeler under center with a pro formation. Fake the handoff to Trudell. It's a keeper by Keeler. He gets up to the 49 and a first down, a seven-yard gain. Five minutes to go in this first half. Cardinals 14, Panthers 6, and what could be called a big upset so far at Cardinal Field here in this first half. Cardinals taking advantage of an onside kick to get that second score. Western at five and three coming in. Coldwater at one and seven, but since the inception of the Interstate A, Coldwater and Western have, for the most part, played really tight, entertaining games as there's no gain on first down for Western. You think of last year's game, Western won 13-7, real defensive struggle for the Cardinals. Their only scorer came on a 42-yard fumble recovery by Cam Torres, if you remember. On second and 10, option pitch, went through the hands of Trudell, ball is still loose, Cardinals are going to recover at the 25. Tyson Roby. How about that? However, another Cardinal may have paid the price. Trey Miller was slow in getting up. Well, Panthers running the option. The pitch back was not handled, and uh, <laughs> lots, of, lots of action ensued, and Roby ends up with the ball. On the 25-yard line. So that turnover puts the Cardinals first and 10 at the Panther 25. Offing out of the shotgun. Riley, the wing on the left. Hunter Munson, the wing on the right. Check that. That was uh, uh, Jaden Kegler had the ball. We didn't think he was going to play. Boy, now Jack Rudin's limping in the huddle. Ooh, the injuries mounting here for the Cardinals. Second and ten ten coming up. Again, taking a look at the uh, recent history, uh, there was no game in 2020, uh, you know, in the midst of the pandemic, and there was a bit of an outbreak going on on the Western team at the time. I'll finish that thought after second and ten. Handoff goes to Kegler. On the carry for the Cardinals, number four, James Kegler. He gets up to the 21-yard line. Gets a gain of four. It'll bring up third and six. 
back in 2019, you remember a muddy Baker Memorial Field up at Western High School. The Cardinals got a 14-13 overtime win. That I do remember the weather that night. It was a mud pit. Jaden Kegler on this left wing. Third and sixth. Keeper by coughing. He gets up to the 20. Yeah, Kegler has been a valuable ball carrier this year at times. He's just a 5'6", 135-pounder, so he can't take a lot of hits, uh, but he can be very effective if the Cardinals kind of spot him. 2018, Western beat Coldwater pretty decisively 35-13 as timeout is going to be taken. The Cardinals take their second timeout. In 2017, uh, Western beat Coldwater 28 to 21. I remember it was a tie game. A punt attempt was blocked, scoop and a score, and a two-point conversion gave the Panthers a seven-point margin of victory that night. Then back in 2016, uh, Coldwater doubled up Western 28-14. Cardinals and Panthers played each other twice, a 34-0 shutout in the regular season game, uh, which was ended early due to lightning, and then Coldwater Water beat Western 31 to 7 in the Division 3 pre-district as the Cardinals were marching toward the uh, state tournament. Uh, of course, that very memorable run ending in the D3 semifinals. And then the first year of the Interstate 8, Coldwater beat Western 35 to 28. During the six years or so that Coldwater and Western were in the Twin Valley, Western joined in 95, left in 2000. The games weren't nearly as close as you may recall. Cardinals faced with a fourth and five here. Coughing in the shotgun. Three receivers stacked to the left, one to the right. Just the one running back. Coughing, dropping back to pass. He's being pursued. Screenplay set up quite nicely. Touchdown. Totally wide open. Number 21, Chase Levy. Again, running that screenplay to perfection. 22, okay, it's Rudin, not 21. Boy, coughing again, just letting that defensive line come in on him, and then just the soft toss, and Rudin was wide open. Second successfully run uh, screen pass. This time, it goes in for six. Could be seven with a successful point after from Austin Atkins. It's good, and the Cardinals are stunning Carmel Western with 2.08 left to play in the first half, 21-6. Back at 30, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. When you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell. Hi, I'm Rachel at Case Realty Group in Coldwater. Be the first to see new listings for sale as they hit the market by going online to caserealtygroup.com and sign up for our homes by email. So when you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell at the Case Realty Group, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Service and communication are our top priorities. Go to caserealtygroup.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Murph, I wasn't expecting, to be honest, uh, 
uh, with you. The uh, Cardinals being up 21-6 with 208 left to play in the first half. But to be honest, uh, a lot of that was aided and abetted by untimely Panther turnovers. Boy, a total shocker here at Cardinal Field so far. A couple of outstanding coaching decisions. Comes Hunter Munson's kickoff. It's another squib kick. Ball is live. Three Panthers colliding on it, and they think that they have got it at the 34. Well, you know, the first one, after the uh, first Cardinal score to take a 7-6 lead, the onside kick that was successful, and then the Cardinals go down and score on it. And then that screen pass called on fourth and five, just an outstanding call and beautifully executed by the Cardinals. Now, don't forget the Cardinals had that short field that was set up by a fumble recovery on a botched option pitch. Yes, exactly. They were at their own 25. First and 10 from the 39. Flag is flung. As Reed Myers carried the ball to the 39-yard line first flag we've seen in a while, and I'm wondering why the flags are hot pink instead of yellow tonight. Zach Lewis on the stop. Where's the switch? Okay, there's the switch. Illegal shift. Offense. Five-yard penalty. Repeat. First down. So we got Zach Lewis, Garrett Johns, Kevin Hall. Been the majority of actions on that front three for the Cardinals. Well, that was a five-yard gain that was moved back five yards, wasn't it? No, there was no gain. That's when I thought the ball should go back five yards. <laughs> yep, <laughs> they're, get, they're getting it figured out now. <laughs> And look at one of the Cardinals. Uh, he was in his three-step stance, and he crawls to the new line of scrimmage. Trey Miller is back at that outside linebacker spot. We saw him limp off earlier. First and 15. Oliver sent in motion. Snap is bobbled by the new quarterback. That is Reed Myers, a sophomore. But the pass is caught by D.J. Van Riper, left sideline. Check that. That was Ben Parrott that had the catch. He gets to the Cardinal 44 in the first down. Alex Roby pushing him out of bounds there. Nicely executed play by the Panthers there. A minute 47 to go in this first half. So the Panthers changing their quarterback, going with Reed Myers. He is a sophomore. Handoff goes to the right side. Alex Trudeau gets up to the 35 off the sweep and another first down. Kevin Hall with the stop there. Cardinals at a Western taking the timeout, their first timeout. So tonight's 
lineup in the I-8. In addition to this game, we've got Lumen Christie hosting Harper Creek in their last ever game in the Interstate 8. Penfield is playing at Hastings, and Northwest is at Marshall. Last update we had from the Northwest Marshall game. Red Hawks 14, Mounties 7, 338 left in the first half. Oh, we got Kevin Hall over here on the sideline now in some discomfort as well just after making that tackle. Nolan Thomas is going to replace him. And at nose guard, we see uh, the sophomore Alex Crabtree back in as well. Well, if certainly uh, Western would like to get down and cut this lead, before halftime, the Cardinals would, of course, like to keep this two-score lead going into the half. Coming out of the timeout, first and 10 from the Coldwater 45. Caden Oliver sent in motion. Quarterback juggles and can't haul in the ball. The receiver was Hunter Fullerton. He was juggling the ball all the way to the Coldwater sideline and could not pull it in. Man, he had some running room, too. There wasn't any Cardinal near him. But uh, Trey Miller on the linebacker blitz had a lot of pressure on the quarterback. He had to get rid of that quickly. Yeah. Second down for the Panthers. Number four for Parma, Alex Trudell. We saw him limping off. Handoff goes to Kane Oliver running the sweep left side. Nothing going there. Western takes their second timeout. Let it not be said that this game is not hard hitting. Absolutely, boy. I don't believe we've seen, is Hunter Munson back in? I saw Phil taping him up, taping his ankle. We'll have to see if he breaks from this defensive huddle. I don't see him along the sideline. A minute 25 left to play in the first half. Coldwater leading Parma Western 21-6. Meanwhile, it's halftime at Hastings. They lead Penfield 30 to nothing. 2.33 left to play in the first half up at Lumen Christie. They have a 20-14 lead over Harper Creek. Yeah, 16 is out there. Hunter taped up and back at it. He's really been effective on the offensive end, particularly uh, on the end of Zach Coffey's passes tonight. Here we go, coming out of the Western timeout. Third and 10, two receivers left, one right. Reed Myers out of the shotgun. Myers rolling right to pass. Looking, looking. Now throws it into a receiver that was double covered by Coughing and Munson at around the 25. Yeah, he was rolling to his right and just threw it into the turf. Didn't get it uh, near his receiver. So it's going to be fourth and ten. Minute 19 to go in the half. Cardinals 21 to six with this lead over the Parma Panthers. 
Panthers, of course, going for it on fourth and 10 from the Cardinal 35. Myers out of the shotgun. Oliver sent in motion. Going back to pass. He's flushed out of the pocket. Breaks two tackles. Ball is caught at the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Finally forced out of bounds at the 5. Oliver with the 30-yard reception. Well, they sent Trey Miller on that blitz again from his left side linebacker, and that's where the completed pass went, and he was had lots of room over there before coughing was able to bring him down. They spot the ball at the 6, so we'll give him a 29-yard catch and run. First and goal. Myers out of the shotgun. And off goes to Alex Trudell, and he crosses the end zone for the touchdown. Well, Parma completing that big fourth down play, fourth and 10, and that, what, 29-yard uh, pickup. And so they get this score with 41 seconds to go in the first half. Trudell with his second touchdown of the night. Panthers are attempting the point after kick. And this time the kick is high and good from Gabe Hines. So with 41 seconds left to play in the first half, the lead has been cut to 8, Coldwater 21, Western 13, back in 30. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Nottawa Gas, your family-owned propane supplier for over 30 years, offers a remote tank monitoring system, so you'll never have to worry about running out of propane. And Nottawa Gas offers convenient payment options too, including automatic payments and safe, secure online Online bill pay. The best prices of the season are available now. Plus, all 20-pound bottle fills are just $13.48 at Nottawa Gas. Just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Tecancha on Old 27, or online at nottawagas.com. Hey, and don't forget that grill. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. This game has been super entertaining, which is something that you wouldn't think from uh, a 5-3 and three team going on the road to face a 1-7 and seven team. Cardinals have outperformed the expectations so far, definitely. Here comes the kickoff from Gabe Hines. All is going to be caught at the 10-yard line. Along the right sideline, now cutting to the left, and Alex Roby returns the ball up to the 19, so about a nine-yard return with 35 seconds and one timeout left for the Cardinals. Leading 21 to 13, Western will get the ball to start the second half. Well, the Cardinals have run two success, two uh, really successful screen plays tonight. One on that big fourth and five that set up the third score. And, you know, Western, looking at video from the Cardinals, would not have seen any screen passes on their videos. And uh, so a couple of really good coaches' decisions that has uh, played a part in this 21-13 first-half lead. First and ten, coughing out of the shotgun with the two wings. Handoff goes... 
to the right wing, running left side. Jackson Riley up to the 25. Jackson 20 seconds to go in the first half. Cardinals are going to have this lead here in the first half. Let's see, they got the kick to start the game. So we'll see uh, Parma get it to start the second half. No urgency in getting another playoff to end the half. There's six seconds left in it. Five, four, that was 15 seconds on the play clock. That'll be the end of the first half from here at Cardinal Field with a score of Coldwater 21, Western 13, the Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report coming up in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. The real estate market continues to change. And your team at Midwestern Realty Group are seasoned pros to help you navigate through the fluctuations. If you are thinking about selling your home or property, give us a call at Midwestern Realty Group. Our team of 18 real estate professionals has the experience you are looking for. To help you get the most money available for your property. Residential, commercial, farm, or land sales. We can guide you through the staging and setup to make your property look its best to potential buyers. Our track record with sellers is un matched. Midwestern Realty Group is one of Branch County's top listing and selling offices every year. We're committed to our clients, our customers, and our local organizations. Our goal is to make your real estate sale as smooth as possible. So if you are thinking about listing your home, I'm Jill. I'm Carrie. Call the team at Midwestern Realty Group. Jim here. I'm Letha. Michelle. I'm David. Stop by the Midwestern Realty office at 685 East Chicago Road, Coldwater, or click MidwesternRealty.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. It's halftime here at Cardinal Field with the Coldwater Cardinals leading the Western Panthers from Parma 21-13. Halftime show brought to you by Branch County Abstracted Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstracted Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. We will take this break, be back with this week's edition of This Week in High School Sports from the MHSAA Network, setting up the Selection Sunday show and the start of the MHSAA football playoffs next week. Then back here with a scoring summary and some stats. 21-13, Coldwater on top of Western. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. As we all live longer, age really is just a number. But retirement is so much more than one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor. And I want to know what retirement means to you. Together, we can look at the big picture and make a strategy to help you reach your goals. Because you can't prepare for the unexpected if you don't know where you're headed. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor, and I can help you get ready for whatever life throws at you, even the welcome surprises. As your needs change, we can change what you need to do to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, we can work together to help make them feel a little less unexpected. Call me at 517-278-3049 to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. When the relief valve on your water heater fails, pouring gallons of water into your finished basement or an electrical shortage in your office causes extensive smoke and water damage. 
or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem. You need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. Not only do they have the equipment and expertise to clean up damage from fire, water, or mold, but they also offer a variety of construction services, which means there's just one call to make to bring your home or business back as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, ServPro is always there to help. Call ServPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261 to see how they can help you get back to like it never even happened. An undefeated volleyball team suffers defeat for the first time, and the football playoffs are just around the corner. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. This is the final week of regular season football action as teams across the state look to qualify for the playoffs. Sunday, October 23rd is Selection Sunday, when teams will learn their fate. The Selection Show will be broadcast live at 6 p.m. on Valley Sports Detroit, and all the pairings will be posted on MHSAA.com at 7 p.m. The top 32 teams in each of the eight divisions will be divided into four team districts, with district play starting October 28th. In eight-player, we take the top 16 teams in both Divisions 1 and 2. The eight-player finals will be Saturday, November 19th at the Superior Dome in Marquette. The 11-player finals are one week later, November 25th and 26th at Ford Field in Detroit. All of the finals action will air on Valley Sports Detroit. Tickets for all playoff games leading up to the finals can be purchased at GoFan.co. There are 10 teams looking to repeat as state champs this year. Belleville in Division I, Warren De La Salle in Division II, Detroit King in Division III, Chelsea in Division IV, Grand Rapids Catholic Central in Division V, Lansing Catholic in Division VI, Powama Westphalia in Division VII, Hudson in Division VIII, Adrian Lenaway Christian in eight-player Division I, and Powers North Central in eight-player Division II. Game balls this week go to Clio senior volleyball player Michaela Nealens. She recorded her 1,000th career kill in a match versus Lake Fenton. Clio will open the postseason with Mount Morris. Northville volleyball player Abby Reck. She led the Mustangs to a Beast of the East championship, including a win in the title game over previously unbeaten Birmingham Marion. And a Castec quarterback, LeSean Mumpfield, he led the technicians to a 28-14 win over Detroit King in the PSL title game. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash mistudentaid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. It's tournament time for boys soccer, and that means the return of the shootout. In the regular season, games can end in a tie, but postseason games need to have a winner. If a game is tied at the end of regulation and the 20-minute overtime period, we move to a shootout. 
Each team gets five attempts from the penalty spot, alternating between teams. If, after five attempts, the teams still remain tied, it moves to one kick for each team until the tie is broken. Now, what happens when a kick is stopped by the keeper but has enough spin on it to roll back across the goal line? That's a goal. Shootout attempt isn't complete until the ball stops moving, goes out of play, or the referee stops play. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you are interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. On the golf course, four teams and four individuals were crowned state champs over the weekend. In Division One, Rochester Adams won the team title, while Grand Blank's Kate Brody won a second individual title. In Division Two, Farmington Hills Mercy was the top team, and Byron Center's Macy Elzinga was the best individual. In D3, Macomb Lutheran North took team honors, and they were led by medalist Lauren Timpt's second straight individual title. And in Division Four, Jackson Lumen Christie is your team champ. Mia Melendez of Ann Arbor Green Hills is a repeat individual champion. Champions were also crowned on the tennis court with the Boys Lower Peninsula Finals. Bloomfield Hills took home the trophy in Division One. Midland Dow added to their trophy case with a title in Division Two. The Division Three championship went to Ann Arbor Green Hills, and in Division Four, it was Gross Point Woods University Liggett coming out on top. For more on both the golf and tennis championships, please visit MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business. So that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. we got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot. And we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US-12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. Coldwater Electric Motors, also known as CEM Supply, has been owned locally since 1977 and we can't say thank you enough to Branch and surrounding counties for supporting us. This is Sam Griffin. We're so proud of the solid working relationships that we've built with industry, agriculture, contractors, and walk-in customers. If you have not shopped here or it's been a while, check us out. We're real, we're here, and we're local. CEM Supply on Garfield Avenue or online at cemindustrialsupply.com. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HaskKwood PC. Lawyers where you live. Lawyers you can trust. AM 1590 FM 95.5 WTVB. The Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report rolling on from here at Cardinal Field. Coldwater 
currently shocking the Western Panthers 21 to 13. Certainly shocked the uh, uh, one writer from the Jackson Citizen Patriot who predicted a 48 nothing Western shellacking. Boy, just just an outstanding first half by the Cardinals. Certainly uh, one of their best of the season. And uh, let's hope they can maybe uh, save a little for this second half. Let's go over the scoring summary. First score of the game came with 16 seconds left in the first quarter. Alex Trudeau for Western with a 37-yard run. The point after kick was blocked. 6-0 Panthers. That was your score after one. With 9.52 left in the second, Jackson Riley with a three-yard touchdown run. Point after kick was good. They gave the Cardinals a 7-6 lead. 7.31 left to play in the second quarter. Hunter Munson with a one-yard touchdown run. Point after kick was good. 14-6 Cardinals. Then with 2.08 left to play in the second, Zach coughing to Jack Rudin from 20 yards out. Point after kick was good. 21-6. 41 seconds left in the half. Alex Trudell with his second touchdown run for the Panthers, this time from five yards out. Point after kick was good. 21-13, and that was your score at the halftime break. Oh, total first downs, the Panthers had nine, the Cardinals eight. Rushing yards, Western had the edge, 97-58. Passing yards, Coldwater with the edge, 146-55. So total yardage, we have 204 for Coldwater and uh, 152 for Western. Uh, how about that? Yeah, 146 yards of passing in the first half. I, I don't think we've had a game with that many yards. Um, just an outstanding job by the Cardinals of executing. Zach coughing five of eight, passing for 108 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Hunter Munson, two of two for 38 yards. Coughing leading the rushing, nine carries for 28 yards. Jackson Riley, three for 14 and a touchdown. Hunter Munson, five for 12 yards and a score. Jaden Kegler had two carries for four yards. Hunter Munson, four receptions for 89 yards. Jack Rudin, two for 34 and the touchdown. Evan Porter, one for 23. Garrett Johns leading the defense with six tackles. Tyson Roby with three. Kevin Hall with two. Trey Miller with two. Now for Western, Alex Trudell, three carries, 54 yards, both touchdowns. Caden Oliver, four carries for 23. Gibson French, three for 13. Ty Keeler, seven for five. Ty Keeler passing, uh, 0 of three, surprisingly enough. Reed Myers, two of four for 55 yards. Caden Oliver had a 30-yard catch. Ben Parrott, a 25-yard reception. Gibson French leading the Panther defense with eight tackles. Landon Heavey with five. Well, just an incredible job, I thought, of coaching in that first half. A couple of really surprise decisions. Cardinals executing that onside after the first score. And then the screenplay on fourth and five down there that set up the uh, touchdown to Rudin was uh, just the right call at the right time. And uh, they've had two successful screen passes, and we haven't haven't seen one, I I don't know, as we've seen one all year. Uh, Hunter Munson, four receptions for 89 yards, two of two passing, just doing an outstanding job. Um, Six tackles, you mentioned, Garrett Johns defensively, and, and... I'm sure we're going to see the Panthers put that ball in the air a little more in this second half. So we'll see how the Cardinals adjust. It's obvious that this senior class wants to end their football careers on a high note. You know, we always used to end our year with Sturgis. That was always a silver football game. And and it didn't matter what kind of year you had. 
if you could beat Sturgis in that last game, that was that was a successful year. And so the Cardinals kind of uh, kind of on that road tonight. At uh, so far after one half. Hey, speaking of the Sturgis Trojans, as you were, they are currently trailing Edwardsburg 22 to 13 at half. That's not a bad job with that Edwardsburg team. And I, I got a advanced look at the uh, what's been entered for the 2023 football schedule. Of course, everything with the Interstate 8 portion of the campaign is in flux with uh, Lumen Christie leaving, and uh, uh, we don't know who is, uh, else might leave, who else might get courted to join the Interstate 8. But the non-conference games have been scheduled. Week 1 next season, the Cardinals will host Sturgis. That's really good to see. Uh, I, I don't know how many. I, I think last I knew we were in the 90s, how many times we had played Sturgis. So just good to see that come back. Um, and then the uh, second non-conference game will be a return trip to Plainwell. Yep. And, and as you were saying, Sean, and uh, talking around the league, you know, uh, conferences are in flux just like they are in college around the area. And, who knows what it's going to look like in a year or two, but uh, no word on who might replace Lumen Christie for this next year yet. 21-13, Coldwater leading Parma Western. The Panthers will get the second half kickoff in two minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WT. leaders in disaster cleanup and restoration the pros that serve pro are prepared for anything from fire damage to water damage to whatever the heck that was when your home or business has suffered damage only the pros that serve pro a branch in south calhoun counties have the tools and expertise to make it like it never even happened so if you're in need of cleanup from fire water or any other unpleasant incident give serve pro a branch in south calhoun counties a call today at 517-278-5261 that's 517-278-5261 serve pro cleaning restoration construction independently owned and operated Give ServPro a branch in South Calhoun Counties a call today at 517-278-5261. In times of uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Diana Butler. And I'm Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisors. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call us at 517-279-0541. That's 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Friday nights at the game can feel like a heat wave or winter's worst, so be prepared either way. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey with Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery. We carry logo t-shirts and shorts for the warm nights and insulated scarves, hats, and coats for the cold nights. We're a one-stop shop for school spirit wear, promotional items, and banners. Call Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery at 278-8101 or stop in at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Be listening to the end of our contest. We will name McDonald's players of the game. Take note of that, Murph, plural. That's for your local area McDonald's restaurants. We got some scores from uh, some of the Big A Cascades crossover games that are going on here in Branch County. 
Hanover Horton leading Quincy 14-0 at half. Michigan Center leading Bronson 21-6. That's at half. Of course, the big game in the crossover, speaking of things that might be looking different next year or not even happening at all, uh, Napoleon will be hosting Union City tomorrow afternoon at Alumni Field. Of course, the uh, Cascades crossover might be in jeopardy, though, with the uh, imminent Cascades conference expansion, including Homer and Jonesville joining the Cascades. Hunter Munson's going to kick off here to start this second half. What a game he's had so far tonight, huh? Boy, he's done a little bit of everything. Cardinals lead Western 21-13. Another squib kick. And this time, Western's Caden Oliver, one of the upbacks, able to smother it at the 41. Yeah, better job by uh, Parma that time to cover. But looking some of these Cardinals seniors, uh, Zach Lewis, Hunter Munson, the aforementioned, Alex Roby, Chase Leiby, Aiden Stepp. Boy, that a lot of starters are going to graduate from the Cardinals here. Dante Work, of course, that... We'll see basketball-wise that uh, 6-6 tight end that was really valuable. The two kickers, Austin Atkins, Trevor Hensinger, both seniors. See who's in a quarterback for uh, Western. It looks like it's a handoff. Uh, Alex Trudell getting up to the 47-yard line, running off the right side. Aiden Stepp on the tackle. Ty Keeler back in at quarterback for the Western Panthers after a six-yard gain for Trudell, second and four. We got Maverick Johnson, Brady Crabtree, Bodie Bates, a couple of really valuable linemen, Kevin Hall, Nolan Thomas. And off goes up the middle to Gibson French to the Cardinal 49. The sticks will move, and Western will have a first down. And then Garrett Johns, our other senior that, uh, you know, playing football for the first time as a senior, has done a good job on that defensive line. See Ben Parrott and Caden Oliver splitting as receivers on the right side. Ty Keeler goes under center with a pro formation. Handoff went to Landon Heavey and uh, may have actually lost a yard. Hunter Munson, Tyson Roby on the stop. Think about the kids that are going to be coming back to next year's team. Uh, Chief among them, I think, might be Tyson Roby. And, uh, of course, the incumbent Coldwater quarterback, Zach Coffing. Yeah, yeah, valuable on both sides of the ball. Second and 11, balls at midfield. Keeler dropping back to pass. And the ball too low for Caden Oliver right side. You can see Oliver holding his left arm there that we had talked about having some problems with it earlier. Of course, he had a, what sounded like a pretty serious elbow injury a few weeks ago up at Northwest. Which also, of course, was the place where Hunter Munson had gotten most recently beat up and Dante Work got hurt as well. 
Fake the handoff. Keeler running left side, evading everybody. And forced out of bounds near the Cardinal 35-yard line. Good enough for a first down. Boy, that one fooled me, too. I thought the fullback had it, and a number of the Cardinals did, too. Pretty big gain for the quarterback. Number two, Drew Ennis is going to come into the lineup for Aiden Stepp, that defensive backfield. Saw Coach Gallup talking with him at halftime. Maybe uh, he's going to see a little action in that defensive secondary. Keeler out of the shotgun, two receivers right. Handoff goes to Gibson French again. He's attacking the left side, and he gets past the 30. Drew Ennis, one of those sophomore call-ups. We saw him a little in one quarter last week. Gain of six for Western's Gibson French. Second and four. Cardinals up 21-13, but the Western Panthers with a chance to perhaps tie it up with a two-point conversion if they score here. Keeler waiting for his blockers to develop, but he gets dropped at the 25. Let's see where they spot the ball. Yep, they will give him the first down. Garrett Johns and Rudin in on the stop. First and 10, Panthers, this opening drive of the second half. They're trying to get things possibly tied up. Don't mind me, I'm just uh, enjoying my press box pizza, and it's a premium press box pizza tonight. It came from the lamb. And off goes right side to Trudell. Cardinals are able to string him out for, maybe they'll give him one. Yeah, Hunter Munson again coming from that defensive secondary. No gain at all. Nolan Thomas coming into the lineup. Pretty generous spot if you're a Coldwater fan. It's a big front line right now. They've got the Crabtree in it, Noseguard, Kevin Hall, and Nolan Thomas. Keeler under center with a pro set. And off goes to Gibson French. Got a big opening on the left side of the line. He gets to the 14 and should be the first down. Yep. The aforementioned Drew Ennis got the stop for Coldwater. All the way down to the 14-yard line. This opening drive impressive by Parma. I'm sure they had a Pretty good talking to at halftime and might have come in a little overconfident. First and 10 from the Coldwater 14. On the carry again for Western, number 23, Gibson. French, French gets up to the 10, a gain of four. On the stop for the Cardinals. Nolan Thomas 60, Nolan with Thomas. the stop. Evan Hamilton's going to come in at linebacker. Garrett Johns back in on the defensive front for Thomas. Coach Scorefire trying to keep those Cardinals fresh, especially those that are going both ways. As they, to be honest, have been getting beat up. 
Second and six from the 10. 6.43 and counting left to play in the third quarter. Oliver sent in motion. It's a run right side. And a touchdown for Alex Trudeau. That's his third of the night, Murph. Yeah, the uh, wide open. No Cardinal over on that right-hand side. Trudell didn't score a touchdown at all in last week's shutout win against Marshall, but he has been, for all intents and purposes, the uh, Western scoring offense. Now the Panthers, uh, interesting coaching decision. They're going to send Gabe Hines to kick the point after. I'd be wary for the uh, fake. Panthers currently trail by two. Kick is blocked. Cardinals in on the block. I'm not sure if that was Munson. It could have been. Also, Trey Miller was in the vicinity. Yeah, wow. So instead of trailing by one or perhaps being tied, the Western Panthers trail by two, 21-19. Cardinals with the lead, 638 left in the third quarter. Back in 30. You're listening to Carter Football on WTVB. Julie's Jewelry is excited to announce our new Love Glow Diamond Rings. Genuine diamonds with a bit of natural fluorescence that actually glow. Check out our new bumblebee rings, earrings, and pendants starting at only $99. They are beautiful. Or our new birth month flower pendants, only $129. We are thrilled to feature a new collection of snow globes and specialty mugs. Stop in to see everything new at Culey's Jewelry, downtown Coldwater since 1968. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Our spotter here at the Cardinal Field Press Box, Dave Rumsey, letting both Murph and I know that Hunter Munson got that most recent point after kick block. Which means that instead of a one-point lead or... I'm surprised that Western didn't try to uh, go for the two-point conversion to tie it up. I was kind it of, yeah, I was kind of expecting it too. But, uh, well, there's plenty of, plenty of time left in this one. Boy, uh, as it is, it's a two-point cold water lead, 21-19. Hines with a kickoff. It is caught at the 11. It's a basket catch. And the kickoff is returned around the 30-yard line. Yeah, Hunter Munson, Munson again. What hasn't he done in this game so far today? Certainly he wants to go out with a bang. Well, it was uh, Phil Herman got him taped up earlier, and he's uh, able to play on that ankle that was a little tender earlier. Certainly he'll be feeling the after effects later tonight. Tomorrow, yeah. probably into Sunday. You know, and against this big Panther front, uh, the Cardinals have had their most success passing so far tonight. First and 10 from the Cardinal 29. Riley sent in motion. Coughing passes, and it's caught at the 40 by Munson. Forced out of bounds past the 45. Boy, that coughing Munson connection tonight has been on fire. Again, through the half, four receptions for 89 yards. Yeah, that's going to put him over 100 on the night. First and 10 Cardinals from their 47. The two wings, one receiver on either side, coughing out of the shotgun. Hand off goes to 
A very, very patient Jackson Riley, a gain of eight running left side. Boy, uh, Drake Thornton, Nolan Thomas over on that left side. Riley just keeping his feet churning and the line just moving people over there on that side. Evan Hamilton's going to slide out for a minute and uh, number 66. We have on our program here, Logan Smirtka, replacing him in the uh, offensive line. Second and three. Fake the handoff. It's going to be run up the middle by Coffin to the 40, go. to the 30, to the 20. He's got it. Touchdown, Coldwater. Zach Coffin. 46 yards. Boy, he beat the uh, line, and then uh, was him against the linebackers, and he used his speed. Austin Matthews to attempt the extra point for the Cardinals. Cardinals up 27-19, pending the outcome of the PAT kick. Coming from Austin Atkins. It's a snap. The hold and the kick is good. 28-19 Cardinals over Western, 5-14 left to play in the third quarter. We're back in 30. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskewood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskewood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HessKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. 28-19, Coldwater leading Parma Western. Uh, I want you to uh, remember, once again, Murph, that Eric Ingalls from the Citizen Patriot uh, predicted a 48-0 Western blowout win. <laughs> well, Parma, Parma fans have to be wondering, where is where does this offense come from? And, and uh, Cardinal fans probably as well. 28 points up on the scoreboard so far with 514 to go in the third quarter. To be honest with you, I, I thought uh, the Cardinals might have wound up on the short end of the stick tonight. Squib kick, it was kind of a line drive brought down at the 34-yard line. Yeah, pretty effective kick there by Munson. No return, had to go down to catch it. And, of course, uh, with the knee. E.J. Van Riper brought the ball down. Let's see who, uh, oh, my goodness, Troy. Troy Tennyson predicted a 46-7 Western win over Coldwater. Yeah, yeah, I had seen that. I I thought Western uh, would have come out on top, but I didn't think it was going to be at uh, blowout levels. Certainly, it wasn't expecting uh, what we're seeing tonight from the Coldwater Cardinals. Again, they're leading by nine on first and ten. Yeah, when you look at the scores that Parma had had, um, boy, it was incredibly impressive against the toughest competition. But, uh, well... 
A four-yard four gain for Trudell, second and six coming up, sorry. That's high school sports, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Western is uh, averaging 25.4 points a game and allowing 14.6. Meanwhile, Coldwater was uh, only scoring 10 points per game on average and allowing almost 35. Trudell with another three, four-yard run. Gave him four, Riley on the stop, third and two coming up. Well, we still got plenty of time to go and 4.16 to go in the third quarter. See if this Cardinal defense can uh, keep things at bay here. Certainly today would be a day where you throw out the record books. Yeah. Trudell with a big hole up the middle, and he's gone. He's going to score his fourth touchdown of the night. Ooh, 59 yards. 59-yarder by Trudell. Oh, he didn't go over season stats, but Alex Trudell through the season had 534 yards rushing and five touchdowns. He uh, busted through, showed a lot of uh, speed there, and Munson tried to tackle him around the shoulders, and he just kind of slugged that off. Wouldn't it be something if uh, Trudell winds up uh, scoring as many touchdowns tonight as uh, he has uh, the rest of the season? Let's see if Parma now, what they're going to elect to do. Looks like they uh, are going to go for two here. If successful, it would only be a one-point Coldwater lead. It's currently 28-25. Oliver sent in motion. Keeler going back to pass. It's on the flat. And stumbling toward the end zone, the two-point conversion is good. Two-point conversion good. So that's going to make it 28-27, the Cardinals, with this slim lead, 3.51 to go in the third quarter. We're back in 30. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Interested in knowing what your home's worth? Find out and list with your local real estate professionals at Case Realty Group, your local real estate connection and lake specialist in Coldwater. Hi, I'm Carmen Case. Give me a call and I'll provide you a complete home evaluation so you get the most money when you sell. Or if you're looking for a new home, I'll make the process easy for you. Whether buying or selling, service and communication are my top priorities. Go to caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Alex Trudell with his fourth touchdown run of the night. This one from 59 yards out. And then Ty Keeler passes on the flat to Ben Parrott. He's able to break the plane and get the two-point conversion and bring the Panthers to within one. 28-27, Coldwater leads. 3.51 left in the third quarter. Well, let's see if the Cardinals can return the favor. Uh, it's been a lot of offense of late here, and let's see uh, see if Coldwater can keep it going. So far, it's been a lot of passing by the Cardinals, certainly their biggest passing total of the season. The last time, Zach Coffing with that 46-yard run as well. It's going to be a short kick angle to the left. It's going to be picked up on a couple of hops at the 18-yard line. And not much on the return. Hunter Munson looks like he only got up to around the 24-25. Out a seven-yard return. Munson a little slow getting up from that 
Boy, he was hoping it was going to be out of bounds. He was watching the ball along that uh, far sideline, and it just didn't quite make the out of bounds. He was forced to pick it up. Third quarter score from the big Colin Concha game in eight-player football. It's all Magi. They lead 53-0. Back here, first and 10, Coldwater from their 24. Coughing receives a shotgun snap. Jackson Riley trying to run the sweep left side. He's got some room. Ankle tackled down to the 30, stays in bounds. Yeah, good job, Riley. Just kept sliding to his uh, uh, left and got six yards out of it. Second and four coming up. Clock moving. We're under three and a half minutes left to play in the third quarter. There has been a ton of scoring in this game. <laughs> Four touchdowns aside. Coughing out of the shotgun. Fake the handoff to Riley. It's a keeper. He gets to the 36 and the first down, a gain of six. That play has been really successful for Coughing tonight. Uh, faking to the wing back and then keeping it himself. And, you know, the linebackers have to honor that that play wide and that was Riley on the play before getting six on the same play and this time coughing keeping it himself third quarter scorer Jackson Northwest leading Marshall 17 to 14 on first and 10 it's a handoff a check they fake the handoff it was a keeper by coughing yep that's uh, Panthers have had some of that same trouble tonight Figuring out who's got the ball, and Cardinals would like nothing more than to burn some time with this possession. A couple of other scorers at last report. Hanover Horton was leading Quincy 21 to nothing, and Michigan Center was leading Bronson 35 to 6 in those big A Cascade crossover games. Back here, three yard gain for Coughing, second and seven. Coughing hands off to Munson. A very, very short seam for Munson on the right side. He gets up to the 42 before being pushed back. Yeah, it's going to set up third and about four. Ball at the Cardinal, 43. Zach Coughing getting the play from the sidelines. He gets a lot of uh, he gets a lot of miles in going back and forth every play to the sideline. Big third and three play coming up. Cardinals with a one-point lead. Porter split wide left. Levy wide right. Riley in motion. Coughing going back to pass. Looking left side. Now throwing. Pass is broken up at the 38-yard line. Was looking for Evan Porter. David McAnich got the tip. To get the ball away from Porter. Break up. And would you believe it uh, looks like the punt unit is coming on. This will be the first punt for either team tonight. <laughs> Man, that's a, that's a sight we haven't seen much. Evan Porter did a nice job going up using that 6-4 frame, but he was well defended, too. It was kind of a jump ball. and So the Cardinals will be punting, and, of course, it's Munson. One player back deep for Western, Jack Laporte. Cardinals getting another man in on the punt team here. That would be Drew Ennis on yeah. the left side. 
There's a three-person wall in front of Munson. Flag is thrown. First flag that we've seen in the second half, and it's a great punt. Bounces at the 15. It's going to be downed at the 14 after taking a couple knuckleball hops, but we'll see what this penalty is all about. Gosh, that that would be too bad if that's against the Cardinals. That was a great punt. Zach Coffing is the uh, hiker on the punt, and he had a great hike. Got it back to Hunter. Good shape. Clock has stopped. 57 seconds left to play in the third quarter. While we await the official word, we got a couple scores late up at Hastings. The Saxons on their way to claiming the outright I-8 championship, leading Penfield 54-7. to Then up at Lumen Christie, the Titans up on Harper Creek 42-17 halfway through the third quarter. Referee is talking to Western head coach Nick Rulowitz. Yep, and, and the other one talking to Coach Scorfar. Looks like it's going to... Uh, oh. oh, he's picking up the flag. Here okay. comes the call. Illegal formation on the kicking team. Five-yard penalty from the succeeding spot. First down, Western. Boy, that's a, that's a great break for the Cardinals because that was a... Tremendous punt. The ball was down at around the 14-15 yard line. That just puts the ball at the 20, which the Cardinals will gladly take. Yeah, I think we had about a 42-yard punt on that one. Ty Keeler goes under center with a pro formation. Handoff goes to Gibson French right side, trying to cut up to the left. About a three-yard gain. Tyson Roby, Drew Ennis, Kevin Hall all in. And number 67, Kevin Hall. Second down. A three-yard gain for Western. 30 seconds left to play in the quarter. Keeler out of the shotgun. It is a handoff to Trudell. This time the Cardinals stayed home and a very minimal gain on second down. Yeah, well done by the Cardinals there. Kevin Hall in on that one, defensive end. A gain of two, third and four when we we switch sides and resume play to start the fourth quarter. After three, it is Coldwater 28, Parma Western 27. Back in a minute, you're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Recycling your cardboard with Union Pallet and Container Company of Coldwater can deliver real value to your business and the environment. Recycling just one ton of cardboard saves more than 17 trees and eliminates landfill waste. To learn how you can help save the environment by recycling your company's cardboard, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. It's your birthday, and El Cerrito wants to say... Happy birthday, Panchita! Happy birthday to you! So come in, enjoy a great meal, and for dessert, they'll serve you up a free dish of fried ice cream. It's no wonder everyone loves dining at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, along with friendly service, authentic Mexican food, and a festive atmosphere. Stop by for your birthday or any day. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant, in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. 
1590 FM 95.5 WTVB. End of the third quarter out at Judd Field in, to, in uh, Colon. The Magi leading to Concha 53-6. Let me double check. It's now over up at Hastings. The Saxons destroying Penfield 61-7. The Panthers go 0-9. And Hastings ends the regular season at 8-1. Carey, number On third and four, Hunter Fullerton had the carry for Western and only gained one. A very important fourth and three coming up. It looks like Western's going to be bringing in their uh, punt unit as Ty Keeler goes back to punt. Consecutive punts by the two teams. That is a rarity tonight. Keeler gets the kick away. Fair catch by Munson at the 31. Boy, Garrett Johns just missed blocking that. He had a pretty good uh, shot at it. Just got it off. Well, let's see if the Cardinals now can eat up some time here and get something going here as the fourth quarter starting. They have a 28-27 lead with 11-19 left to play in the fourth quarter. A a, a score line that nobody saw coming. (laughs) That's true. They've done it mostly through the air tonight, but uh, have mixed in just enough on the ground. Fake the handoff. It's a run up the middle by Zach Coffing. He saw a seam, but then it immediately closed up as he only gained two. 82 from Parma favoring an ankle. Gibson French on the stop for the Panthers. Second and eight coming up. as the ball is moved to the right hash mark. Just off the mark, so to speak. See if the Cardinals might put this in the air. Oh, another keeper by coughing, and this time it looks like he only gained one. Yeah, Parma's been pretty stingy on these first two carries. Well, the Cardinals have been. Very conservative play calling here. <laughs> Going to set up a kind of an obvious passing down here. Third and seven or eight. First down markers at the 37. Balls at the 30. Riley sent in motion. Coughing, rolling left to pass. And... Incomplete looking for Hunter Munson, but he was dropped, and there's no interference call. <laughs> Looks like Hunter uh, is pleading his case there. Laporte was the one that brought down Munson. Kind of felt like he was uh, interfered with trying to make that catch. Coughing had the ball in there. So consecutive punting situations here, a three and out by the Cardinals. This has been unlike the tenor of this game at all for the first three quarters. Oh, it's a fake. 
Hansen just took his sweet time. He may get the first down. He does. To the 50, to the 45, tripped up at the 43. How about that gadget play, Murph? Boy, I... Munson got the snap. He waited, he waited, and then he took off. Yeah, it was... <laughs> I don't know uh, how intentional that was. He, well, uh, here, here uh, Dave Bach came in to get some pizza. Ask him. <laughs> uh, one of the assistants over in the uh, other box. Well, uh, I was kind of wondering if we were going to have somebody uh, flag for somebody downfield or or such, but Hunter just picked his way, zigged and zagged, and got the first down out of it. Riley in motion, coughing, going back to pass. Now we're going to get a couple of flags being thrown as coughing was trying to find Hunter Munson running the right side. Jack Laporte tripped him up. Well, Munson has been asking for that call. Uh, he may have finally gotten it this time, huh? A couple of times earlier on the night, and this one was really obvious. Interference. Defense number seven. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot. Yardage results in a first down. 9.08 to go tonight. Coldwater 28, Parma 27. Well, you don't want to... Uh, say the R word here in this situation, that R word being regulation. Well, and the extra points have played a big part. Coldwater with two blocks on the night. And Western uh, on their last score successfully ran a two-point conversion. A couple of fake handoffs, coughing only gained about two. Yeah, that quarterback keeper by coughing has been well defended the last few times. You don't want to dip into that fake punt run well uh, too often here tonight like we saw earlier if the uh, Cardinals wind up going down to fourth down. That was on uh, the Cardinals' side of the 50-yard line, and Hunter had to break a tackle to get that first down as well. Second and eight, coughing out of the shotgun. Three-step drop back. Pass off of the hands of Hunter Munson past the 20. Hunter, that was kind of a slant play, and Hunter was open, and uh, Coffing's pass just a little too high that time. He has been very accurate tonight. A little too high, and also I thought a little bit uh, too much on that pass, too. So it's going to set up third and eight. Cardinals via that fake punt and then a uh, pass interference penalty. It's got him down to the 25. 8-20 left to play in the fourth quarter. And timeout is going to be taken by Coldwater, their first timeout of the second half. 28-27 is the current score. Coldwater, I don't want to say they're hanging on to this uh, lead, but, uh, boy, when you get the ball in Alex Trudell's hands and you block as well as the Western offensive line has uh, tonight, they can make things happen. Yeah, and uh, and they had to punt this last time. So, uh, you know, the Cardinal defense did the job that time. and But, yeah, they are a load, no doubt. I, I thought we would see a little more passing uh, 
than what we have, uh, especially looking back at some of the games they've had. But Cardinals have well defended the pass tonight. This is a shocking score early in the fourth quarter. Northwest leading Marshall 31 to 14. Wow. So the Mounties are playing the part of spoiler and could potentially knock Marshall out of uh, a spot in the playoffs. Boy, and the Cardinals came so close up there at uh, Northwest. Third and eight. Back here coming out of the Coldwater timeout. Let's see what play Jeff Scorfar and staff dialed up. Coughing going back to pass. It's caught by Munson at the 20, a couple yards shy of the first down marker. Zach Coffing whipped that ball in. There was about three Panthers around Munson, and he somehow got that ball into him, and Hunter got it. Still going to set up a fourth down at about five. Now they must have said that the knee was down at the 22, huh? Yeah. Well, here's an update that'll kind of upset you, Murph. Grass Lake leading Homer 34 to 7. Ooh. Your Homer Trojans. Come on, Trojans. Back here, fourth and a long four. Coffin going back to pass. He's got time, has an open receiver. It's intercepted, though, at the three. Return to the 20. And. Right down and around the 23-yard line, David McAnich had the pick. Well, reminiscent of what we saw on the first drive of the uh, ball game where Cardinals had an interception right at the goal line. That's where this one was as well, but fourth down, the Cardinals were desperate, wanted to give it a shot. So now Parma takes over at their own 20 Three. They trail by a point, a single point, 28-27. It was a keeper by Keeler. It looked like a handoff to Trudell all the way. It looked like he was stopped, but it wound up being a keeper by the quarterback, Ty Keeler. Running right side, and he'll give the Panthers the first down up to around the 34, gain of 11. Well, let's see if this Cardinal defensive line can hold on. Seven minutes to go tonight. We've seen this through the season where the Cardinals have been able to be competitive in games where they just get kind of worn down as the game goes on. Certainly uh, Parma outweighs them significantly on that offensive line. Keeler. Out of the shotgun. It's a handoff. Trudell only gains about one or two. Yep. Kevin Hall, Jack Rudin in on that. Drew Ennis is going to come out. Aiden Step into that defensive backfield. Second down. 6.20 and running. Cardinals clinging to this one-point lead. And I guess we are going to have to start, say, clinging as the wind is picked up from the south. Gibson French gets up to midfield, a run of 14 yards from the left side and a first down. On the stop, number 81, Maverick Johnson. Maverick Johnson on the tackle. Number 67, Kevin Hall. That run good for a... 
Western first down. Ball spotted in the field. 28-27 Cardinals are halfway through the fourth quarter. Munson in and Maverick Johnson to the sideline. Handoff goes to Jadell. Running right side, running the sweep right side. He got a little burst of speed as he runs out of bounds past the 40. They'll spot the ball at the, they'll spot the ball right. Where will they spot the ball? Ooh, a break for the Cardinals. They only gave eight to Trudell that time. Yeah, must have stepped out early on that far side. Parma picking up yardage in chunks, much like we saw Northwest in their last drive of the game up there. 5.05 left to play in the fourth quarter, second and two. Trudell gets a handoff and will give the Panthers the first down, running off a left tackle and brought down at the 39. Yep, Kevin Hall, boy, he's done it. Yeoman's job on that defensive line. Been in on a lot of stops. 4.50 to go at the Cardinal 39-yard line. Remember how we tease that Coldwater will open the 2023 season hosting Sturgis? Handoff goes to Gibson French, running left side. He's to the 30. He's to the 20. Still in bounds. Finally forced out. See where they say he stepped out. It looks like about the 18-yard line, a, a first down. Anyway, I was going to tell you that Edwardsburg is now leading Sturgis in the regular season finale, 44-13. to So the Eddies putting some distance between themselves and the other big contender for the Wolverine title. So... Uh, that's going to be exciting to open up next season, Coldwater Sturgis. Aiden Step with the uh, tackle on the out-of-bounds there, forcing Parma. Urson 10 from the 18. Handoff goes to Gibson front. No, it's a keeper by Keeler. Running right side. I think Munson might have got the, the touchdown saving tackle over there at the pylon on the far side. Kind of a knockout. The Western Panthers thought that Keeler had scored. How about that fake? The fakes are getting better, Murph. Boy, that uh, it fooled us up here in the press box. The quarterback keeper. Got an official timeout. A Coldwater player was slow in getting up. And, of course, Hunter Munson, yeah. who's done a little bit of everything, is walking off under his own power before Phil Herman, the athletic trainer, could come out and assess the situation. He's kind of being held together by duct tape and binder twine, I think, here in this fourth quarter. You don't suppose he uh, borrowed that uh, roll of gaff tape that I left in the gym the other night? Boy, he's... It's possible. He's put in an amazing game tonight. First and goal from the one... 4.03 4.03 left to play in the fourth quarter. The Cardinals might not have the lead for long. Keeler under center. How about a keeper? Flag is thrown as Keeler's given the touchdown. I did see the flag. 
There is a flag on the play. So we'll hold off on giving Western the lead at the moment. Clock is currently stopped with 3.50 left in the fourth quarter. Officials are talking to Western head coach Nick Rulowitz. And, and, Sorting and he, it out here. I was going to say, you don't have any idea what it could possibly be, do you? Yeah, I'm not sure if it was. <laughs> looks like official coming over to Coach Scorfar. I'm not quite sure what it was either. Apparently it was on the Cardinals because... Face mask, defense number 14. The touchdown is good. The penalty will be enforced half the distance to the goal on the try. On the try, so does that mean that the Panthers might be going for two and uh, make it 35 to 28? It's right now 33 28 Panthers. Wouldn't be at all surprised here from a yard and a half. Keeler under center. Handoff goes to Turdell and wait for the call. He is in for the two-point conversion. And now with 3.50 left, it's 35-28. Panthers leading the Cardinals. We're back in 30. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. Untangling your headphones, finding the right remote, saying goodbye to your favorite shirt that hasn't fit in 10 years. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who live in your community and answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things like finding a new favorite shirt. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Western just took the lead, 35-28 over Coldwater. 3.50 left to play in the fourth quarter. Let's see if the Cardinals can answer. First time the Panthers have had the lead all night. 3.50 to go. Cardinals will have time. See if they can get a decent field position to start this last drive. Aiden Step and Alex Roby back to receive the kickoff. Hunter Munson looks like he's still on the bench. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, he has been struggling most of the second half. Here comes the end over and kick. It's Caught and juggled at the 15, brought in. Return to the 33-yard line before the Panthers stand up the return guy, Alex Roby. Yeah, nice. Nice position by the Cardinals. Starting from their own 33. Penfield, or Penfield, the Parmas thought the, uh, they might have had the ball, but the play was blown dead. First and 10, Coldwater from their 33. So Zach Coffin coming out. At, see if the Cardinals can put together a drive here and uh, get this thing tied up or win it. As we mentioned, the Cardinals will not have Hunter Munson available. He's still on the bench. Coughing out of the shotgun. 
Five-step drop back, screen play. That time it fell a little bit short. Yep. They had run that two times earlier tonight with great success, but uh, Parma looked like they were ready for it this time. Zach's pass just a little high. They were trying to get it to Rudin. Cardinals do have two timeouts left at their disposal. Back to the double wing formation, coughing out of the shotgun. Handoff goes to Jaden Kegler, picking his spots in, getting up to the 40. It'll bring up third and three. Yeah, we hadn't seen uh, Jaden on the run here for quite a while, but boy, that was a really valuable pickup. Pickup of about seven yards by Kegler, and it sets up a manageable third and three. Well, thank you to Troy Tennyson from the Daily Reporter for these final scores. Hanover Horton shuts out Quincy 21-0, and Michigan Center beats Bronson 55-19 in those Big 8 Cascades crossover games. Here on third and short. Coughing with a keeper. He gets up past the midfield strike to the Panther 49-yard line. Awesome hard-running Zach Coughing. First down into Parma territory. Good news for our producer-engineer, Justin Lopshire. There will be fun times in Cullen because the Magi complete the undefeated regular season by beating Takancha 60-14. to Back here, Cardinals trail Western 35-28. Kegler with a run on first and 10. Gets four running right side. Yeah, Kegler avoiding a uh, Parma tackler would have been a minimal gain. Hard running. Coughing to the huddle. We're at 2 minutes, 15 seconds to play. Cardinals do have two timeouts left. Keeper by coughing. Big hole up the middle, past the 40 to the 38, and the first down. You know, Sal Baroni in that center, and the guards, Drake Thornton, Eddie Poole, just doing a great job opening the middle of that line. Under two minutes left to play in regulation. First and 10, handoff goes to Kegler. Running right side again, gets past the 30. I'll actually say he was right down at the 30. Tried to put that ball forward a little bit further, but that was where his knee touched. That's Evan Hamilton, Garrett McVicker clearing the way. Kegler from that left wing back spot. He's had a couple of good runs here. On second and two. Oh my goodness. Someone blew up the coverage, and that was Gibson French just as Coffing was attempting to hand the ball to Kegler. Boy, as soon as he made the handoff, Parma tackler right there. Sets up third and about seven, it looks like. Yeah. One minute left to play. Now, if you're Coach Jeff Scorfar, you might have to start thinking about the timeout situation. Coffin going back to pass. Finds Jackson Riley, who catches and is dropped at the 30. 
Yep, it's going to set up about fourth and two. Cardinals calling a timeout. With 40 seconds left to play in regulation. Obviously, the play of the game is going to be right here. The most current play of the game, I guess we should say, with the Coldwater trailing Western 35-28, 40 seconds left. It's going to be a big fourth and two call. Well, they've been successful with, until that last play, running Kegler to his right, but boy, they blew that one up last time. So apropos of nothing, that's... uh, 16 unanswered points that the Panthers have scored. Well, and we might uh, we might see coughing. Coughing's been successful going up the middle at times. Might be looking for a pass out to the flat. He hit Jackson Riley with that last one. Again, no Hunter Munson for this drive. Though he's no longer on the bench. Here come the Cardinals, the fans getting into it. Fourth and two. Coughing out of the shotgun. It's a keeper. He called his own number and he stopped at the 30. Yeah, Parma stopped it for no gain and will take over with 36 seconds to go. So Western does, will probably wind up getting the W in 36 seconds, but it wasn't the blowout that some people thought it was going to be. Well, coughing, faking the handoff, going for it himself and just couldn't find an opening. Parma with a big fourth down stop. Bodie Bates coming into that defensive line for this last few uh, seconds. Bodie is senior as well. Mm-hmm. Well, the Panthers are going into victory formation. They'll just have to take the knee one time, and Ty Killer does exactly that, and that should be the ball game. They don't have to snap the ball one more time. Well, certainly a disappointing, disheartening loss for the Cardinals, but uh, wow, he just he just got to be proud of this team and the coaching staff tonight to come in here and, and battle and fight like they did tonight. Cardinals are retreating to their sideline for the handshake line. On the other side of the stadium, the handshake line already forming. Now the players on the field getting ready to join them. Triple zeros on the scoreboard. Your final score from here at Cardinal Field, the Western Panthers with 16 unanswered points come back to beat the Coldwater Cardinals 35 to 28. So Western improves to six and three overall, five and two in the interstate eight, and will lock themselves into the playoffs. The Cardinals, despite the valiant effort, drop to one and eight to end the season and one and six in league play. Boy, they did not take the lead until 3.50 to go tonight here, Sean, and uh, just a really competitive, entertaining uh, game here to finish the season at Cardinal Field. 
Post-game wrap coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Football on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. If you've always dreamed of building a new home, Matt Hallett Homes encourages you to start planning today. Now more than ever, modular housing is a better value. You simply get more home for the money and outstanding quality from floor to ceiling. As a residential builder, Matt Hallett Homes offers fully customizable modular homes, plus any additional structures including garages, decks, even barns. Stop by Matt Hallett Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater. Visit MattHallettHomes.com and like them on Facebook. Matt Hale at Homes, always built around family. Do you see yourself traveling, working part-time, or moving somewhere warmer when you retire? Hi, I'm Jay Wright, your Coldwater Edward Jones financial advisor, and I want to help make your retirement goals a reality. Let's talk about where you are, where you want to be, and how you get there. Together, we can plan for the expected and make sure you're ready for the unexpected. Call me at 279-1938 to get started today. That's 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Coldwater, Michigan's Advantage One RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halet. I'm Vanessa Halet. I'm Mary Halet. I'm Mylon Halet, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom! Mylon's keeping secrets. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylon. Advantage One can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylon. Hold on, kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here. We'll sell it. Fact is, we need more. If you're done camping or ready to upgrade bring your rv here we'll sell it it's that easy all you have to do is just pick up a check it really is that easy we do all of the work for you there's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors come shop advantage one rv first yeah what merrick said we have plenty of great pre-owned rvs in stock but we always need more come see for yourself but only if you want to save thousands old water michigan one mile east of meyer on us 12 east of i-69 shop advantage one rv and auto brokers first Nottawa Gas, your family-owned propane supplier for over 30 years, offers a remote tank monitoring system, so you'll never have to worry about running out of propane. And Nottawa Gas offers convenient payment options, too, including automatic payments and safe, secure online bill pay. The best prices of the season are available now, plus all 20-pound bottle fills are just $13.48 at Nottawa Gas, just east of Nottawa on M66, south of Taconcha on Old 27, or online at nottawagas.com. Hey, and don't forget that grill. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Sean Watson and Mike Murphy back here at Cardinal Field. The 2022 football season is over for the Coldwater Cardinals as uh, Parma Western score the final 16 points of the game to uh, take the lead and get the win 35 to 28 over the Cardinals. Well, and you know, those last two drives, uh, you know, Parma, I think just uh, kind of wore down the defense a little bit and uh, a few missed assignments and trying to uh, defense that option. They were very effective with that and, and just uh, came through at the right time. But boy, uh, you just got to be impressed with the way the Cardinals uh, played tonight. We talked about the coaching staff, how they put them in position 
to win and uh, just just a nice way to end the season, even if you didn't get the W. Uh, come to think of it, uh, the way that uh, the this game ended, almost eerily similar to how the game up at Northwest ended, where uh, the Mounties were able to score a couple of uh, uh, uncontested or unfollowed up upon. Very, very similar. You know, uh, that one, uh, this one was with three minutes, 50 seconds left when they took their, their first lead. And the, yeah, Northwest was right down to the, the wire as well. It, it bears uh, repeating that Western did actually have the first lead of the game, 6 uh, nothing yeah. late in the first quarter. And uh, they also had, uh, obviously, the last score of the game, 35-28. So, you ready to hear that scoring summary, Murph? Bring it on. <laughs> because because <laughs> ob- obviously, uh, with a, a score of 35 to 28, 63 total points scored, uh, there was a lot of scoring. And it started with 16 seconds left in the first quarter. Alex Trudell with a 37 yard touchdown run, the first of his four touchdown runs tonight. The point after kick was blocked. 6 nothing Panthers. That was your score after one. With 9.52 left in the second, Jackson Riley with a three-yard touchdown run. The PAT kick from Austin Atkins was good to make it 7-6 Cardinals. 7.31 left in the second quarter. Hunter Munson with a one-yard run. Point after kick was good, 14-6 Cardinals. And then with 2.08 left in the half, Zach Coffing finds Jack Rudin for a 20-yard TD pass. Point after kick was good. Coldwater had a 21-6 lead over the Panthers. But Western wasn't done yet in the half. Alex Trudell with a five-yard touchdown run. The PAT kick was good. Make it 21-13 at halftime. Western, with the first possession of the second half, scored on another Alex Trudell run, this time from 10 yards out. Yet again, the point after kick was blocked. 21-19 Cardinals at that point. 5-14 left to play in the third quarter on the ensuing possession. Zach Coffing. With a 46-yard touchdown run, point after kick was good. 28-19 Cardinals. Unfortunately, that would be it for the scoring for the red and white. Because on the next possession, Alex Trudell with a 59-yard touchdown run. And then Ty Keeler connects with Ben Parrott for the two-point conversion pass to make it 28-27 Cardinals. That was your score at the end of three. And then with 3.50 left, Ty Keeler with a one-yard quarterback keeper. Uh, he... Hands off to Alex Trudell for the conversion run. 35-28, Cardinals trailing Western with 3.50 left. And that was your final score. 20 first downs for the Panthers compared to 15 for the Cardinals. 308 rushing yards for the Panthers compared to 191 for Coldwater. Through the air, 171 yards for the Cardinals, 55 for the Panthers. So... Total offense was effectively a wash. 362 yards on 54 plays for Coldwater, 363 yards on 53 plays for Western. You know, we had one other game that was within two yards. Can't remember which one it was. Maybe you can, Sean. But, yeah, just just an amazing. This game had everything tonight. Uh, Not off the top of my head. A couple of interception returns uh, by Western for 27 yards. Uh, Western lost a fumble. Uh, penalties played their part. Three for 53 accredited to Coldwater. Four for 30 for the Panthers. Time of possession uh, favoring the Cardinals slightly. Let's give you some individual stats. 
Alex Trudell for Western, 14 carries, 160 yards, and four touchdowns. Averaged 11.4 yards every time he had the ball. Gibson French, nine carries for 68 yards. Quarterback Ty Keeler, 12 carries for 54 yards. And what wound up being the game-winning touchdown, Caden Oliver, four carries for 23 yards. Keeler, for his part, 0-4 passing. Reed Myers, 2-4 for 55 yards. Caden Oliver had a 30-yard catch. Ben Parrott, a 25-yard reception. Ty Keeler punted the ball once for 40 yards. There were no kick returns on the part of the Panthers. Gibson French, 14 tackles. Wow. Landon <laughs> Heavey with seven, Luke Teachout with five, and Jack Laporte with four. For Coldwater, Zach Coffing, 18 carries for 106 yards and a rushing touchdown. Hunter Munson, seven carries for 39 yards and a rushing touchdown. Jackson Riley, five carries, 27 yards and a rushing touchdown. Jaden Kegler had six carries for 19 yards. Coughing was 7 of 15, passing for 115 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Hunter Munson was 3 of 3, passing for 56 yards. Munson had six catches for 110 yards. Jack Rudin, two for 34 in a score. Evan Porter, one for 23. Jackson Riley, one for four. Uh, Munson had one punt for 42 yards. Munson finished with uh, 53 yards on kick returns. Longest was a 23. Alex Roby, uh, three kick returns for a total of 50 yards. Longest was a 23. Garrett Johns, 10 total tackles. Kevin Hall with seven. Jack Rudin and Tyson Roby each with four. That was an outstanding job by uh, by the Cardinals tonight defensively and and just, just a... Uh, Solid job all the way around. Unfortunately, it, they didn't come out on top, but, uh, boy, you got to give them a lot of credit for how they played tonight. Easily, I would say this was the best game of the Cardinals' 2022 uh, season. You know, just, just a nice game to go out on in, in a difficult season. A lot of adversity, uh, you know, to contend with this year. But, uh, yeah, just uh, – just a good one. This, like we said, this game had so many different things in it. If you like offense, you certainly liked it. Um, very few punts. Um, and the Cardinals, who would have thought the Cardinals could uh, to put this many points up against this team? Because I, I heard Coach say in your coach's corner what a tremendous defense they had. And, and you know, just outsized on both lines tonight. To come up with how they uh, how the Cardinals did was was outstanding. So I misinterpreted a, a tweet that I saw earlier. Your Homer Trojans did indeed, uh, according to their Twitter, got the win over Grass Lake, thirty-four to fourteen. Hey, so, all right. Uh, that secures uh, uh, their spot, uh, a seven and two record. Of course, uh, Union City looking to make it 8-1 and one if they're able to beat currently undefeated Napoleon tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock at Alumni Field. Give you some other final scores from the Interstate 8. Hastings, your I-8 champion, beating Penfield 61-7. Lumen secures sole possession of second place by beating Harper Creek 49-23 in the Titans' final game in the Interstate 8. Eight-player football, Colin over to Concha, 60-14. And in the Big A, Cascades crossovers, Hanover, Horton shuts out Quincy, 21-0. And Michigan Center beats Bronson, 55-19. 
one last bit of business for your local area McDonald's restaurants, and then we will name our McDonald's players, plural, of the game. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to McDonald's.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Weather McDonald's players of the game. We'll uh, give honorable mention to uh, all of the seniors who played their final uh, football games in uh, Coldwater uniforms, but uh, my pick for players of the game are two seniors that had uh, outstanding games. Uh, I'm going to toss out the names of Hunter Munson and Garrett Johns. Sounds good. You know, uh, as we chronicled that uh, Garrett his first season playing varsity football as a senior he's been coming on a defensive end did a really nice job tonight Hunter was was just incredible all over the field and uh, and I I think I would include Zach Coffing as well he uh, he was just uh, a, really a stellar performance tonight uh, both throwing and and running I like, I like that. So we will give three players of the game. Congratulations to Hunter Munson and Garrett Johns and Zach Coffing, our McDonald's players of the game. Uh, the tale of the tape for Munson, uh, six receptions for 110 yards, three of three passing for 56 yards, seven carries for 39 yards, and a touchdown. He also had a 42-yard punt, which might have been his best of the season. It was it was a little bit of everything, that's for sure. And then Zach coughing seven of fifteen passing for 115 yards and a passing touchdown, 18 carries for 106 yards and a rushing touchdown. And then Garrett Johns finished the night with nine tackles, uh, nine unassisted tackles and assist a tackle, ten total. Yep, yep. Couple blocked extra points that were uh, looming very large until the latter stages. Uh, uh, Hunter, we mentioned, what, did a great job uh, getting that extra point snap down for, uh, for our kicker, too, who was perfect tonight. Yes, uh, Austin Atkins. Uh, his, this, this was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, his uh, first game as the kicker since Trevor Hensinger, who had done the kicking, was in street clothes tonight. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Dante Work, uh, who had been the leading receiver coming into tonight's game, was uh, also in street clothes, uh, still nursing the injury that he sustained up at Northwest a few weeks ago. Yes, and we'll be seeing him in a short time, the basketball season, a number of these Cardinals. You know, and and even though the season, I'd just like to to close here, Sean, to say that, uh, you know, a tough season, as we've chronicled, but... uh, you know, a lot of these kids are going to be back next year and gained uh, just a lot of a vast of a amount of experience, certainly led by Zach Coffing, a number of juniors, some sophomores as well. Um, so that's, that's going to be good things. The Cardinals get in the weight room, uh, get things done in the offseason, change things around for next year. We mentioned there were a total of 17 call-ups from the JV team for tonight's uh, game and uh, seeing the pace of the uh, varsity action and uh, 
uh, seeing the Cardinals almost pull this one out, uh, that's got to be a big uh, confidence boost uh, leading into uh, what they plan on doing uh, over the summer, getting ready for next year. Yeah, you know, the Northwest game, this game, uh, it does. It kind of a springboard into the offseason. So that ends our coverage of Coldwater Cardinal football for the 2022 season, but that does not, by any stretch of the imagination, end our coverage of football, period, here in Branch County. We kept bringing up the Union City Chargers. They will either be 8-1 and one or 7-2 and two after tomorrow and uh, sure to make the playoffs in Division 7. Right now, the prediction is if Union City beats Napoleon, finishes 8-1, and one, they will get to host the Homer Trojans potentially in the Division 7 pre-district next weekend. But, of course, we all have to wait for the official brackets and pairings to be announced by the MHSAA on the Selection Sunday show Sunday night on Valley Sports Detroit. After that, uh, it will probably be a day or two before they lock in uh, exact date, exact time for Union City's game, which we anticipate will be a home game. And you and I will be there for it. Just uh, stay tuned, and we'll let you know uh, uh, when and where and what time will be on the air as our coverage of the MHSAA football playoffs following the Union City Chargers will kick off. Yeah, yeah, and just one last thing. I see Zach Lewis out here on the field. You know, the the guys don't want to leave tonight. They're with their parents and fans and just kind of enjoying the moment here at Cardinal Field. But Zach Lewis, what, what a nose guard that kid was this year with his size to play in that position, uh, boy, that's that's impressive. I just want to say before we go off the air, uh, a nod to the uh, first time in five years, Coldwater Varsity Cheer Squad. Uh, uh, they did an admirable job. They uh, enhanced the atmosphere of these uh, football games. Uh, and I mentioned their names. Uh, freshman Brooke Adams, freshman Cameron Adkins, freshman Madison Armstrong, freshman T- Natalia Blankenship, sophomore Madison Bulgin, freshman Olivia Golomatis, freshman Maddie Gry, freshman Sophia Gruner, senior Charisma Harrington, freshman Carmen Harrington, sophomore Zoe Gent, junior Elise Kinney, junior Madison Kling, freshman Macy Paradis, senior Tegan Rabideau, freshman Ava Rasignol, sophomore Ava Schonauer, sophomore Brianna Skilaba, freshman Olivia Searles, sophomore Maya Taylor, freshman Miranda Walensky, freshman Michaela Warren, and first-year head coach Alexis D'Alessandro. So only two seniors on that cheer squad. You know, you know with the sideline cheer being absent for the better part of five years that had to be a uh, bold step to uh, go out for this uh, first ever sideline cheer squad in half a decade well and it was nice having that many girls out there you know and and they kind of went back and forth with the band got the fans going we had really good parent support i thought this year too and and uh, grandparents and family support uh so so good to see so that's the story from here at Coldwater High School's Cardinal Field for Justin Lopshire and for Mike Murphy, also for Quinn Berry, who I guess is now Florida man once again, right? <laughs> yes, for, for another uh, week or better anyway. Sean Watson signing off from the home of the Cardinals in the season finale. They fall to the Western Panthers from Parma 35-28. to Until next Friday when we talk Union City football to kick off the MHSAA football playoffs. Good night, everyone.
Tonight's action brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Obelia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. Case Realty Group. CNO Insurance. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. Ask Kaywood PC. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. K&B Mechanical. Matt Hale at Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Realty Group. Nottawa Gas Company. Surpro of Branch and Southern Calhoun Counties. Union Pallet and Container. BJ West Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. And Jay Right, financial advisor with Edward Jones. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238 CD Coldwater.